podcast. Whoa. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Timmons Podcast. My name is Timmon, and this is my podcast. Yo, shout out to my dad for making this bumping intro music. He came to me out of nowhere, and he's like, yo, I made this awesome intro music for your podcast. And I was like, let me hear it. And I love it. And I absolutely love it. So uh, it just makes my podcast a little bit more legit, I guess. And we're out here grinding. We're out here making it, you know. And so I love it. Shouts out to everyone who's listening for the first time. Thank you. Welcome to my podcast. And then everyone who keeps on listening to my podcast over and over and over again. Um, you're coming out of woodwork and, and, and the, the, I'm seeing it. And it's just blowing me away. And I really do. I just thank you. So, so thank you. Um, guys, I'm, I'm excited to release this episode. I sit down with uh, this guy named Jordan Grice, G. Rice, G. Rice with a S. Rice is an S. And anyway, you'll get it. He, he talks about it. He's a, he's a great dude. Um, I, I just want to forewarn you, I, I made the mistake of bumping the audio out midway through this conversation about an hour in because this is a two-hour podcast because we legit up in here. And anyways, his audio is the only audio that was got captured. You can still understand it, but... It's his audio. I mean, that's all that matters, really. Um, and so, you know, it, I'm I'm sorry I'm making mistakes, and I'm trying I'm trying to get better. And that's this is the whole point of the podcast is just me having conversations and, and walking this journey uh, and, and just figuring it out. And I'm not going to be perfect, and I'll never be perfect. Um, but I love the fact that I'm documenting this and having a lot of fun on the way. So enjoy. Jordan's a great dude. Uh, after you listen to this and you see him out, just give him a high five and, and uh, tell him you love him. Uh, that's what I'll be doing. And I'm just thankful that he, he he's willing to sit down and chit-chat. You'll hear about our friendship. And um, the one thing I want to say about Jordan is he just has a presence of you can be comfortable around him. And that's not normal for a lot of different people. And so yeah, I'm just thankful for I've always just, you know, he makes you feel comfortable. So anyways, Jordan Grice. He's a man. Enjoy. Dude, welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is exciting. Yeah. Dude, this is cool. This is good. I we, like this. We've been vibing out already. We've been vibing out. I did want to say before we get started, too, I, I was listening to your podcast all week, and uh, I do enjoy doing this with you because, like, knowing you from seeing around downtown and stuff, I do like how, and I think it's really hard, it's a hard thing to do to make every well to make everyone feel comfortable yeah and like everything that the subject or your friend says to make them feel like it's important yeah you're really good at that oh thank you and i get that sense from your podcast so like yeah it's it's hard to do it's so it takes a lot of mental focus so yeah i'm really i like listening to people i've always been i like the the main key to making people feel heard is listening to someone yeah and you have to like actively engage it so i've always been good at that but also i love i don't know if it's just me but I like want to have a presence of just feel comfortable, just yeah. be chill. Like that's how I want people to feel when they come into my house, when they're sitting down talking to me, when I'm out in something. Because when you're walking someplace, like you can change what's around you just by how you present yourself, low key in a yeah. way. Yeah. So like I'm intentional about it a little bit, but uh, I'm glad that comes off. That's, like if you wear like a teal shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the, you always rock those teal shorts. <laughs> 
every single. It's because I only own two pairs of shorts. They're both. nice shorts. And they're both teal. Well, they're both teal. It's like they're... one's like really teal, and one's like kind of teal a little bit. I one's I like sh- a lighter blue. One's like I, there was teal, one one one's time like... we were sitting next to each other, and then like I saw you the next day, and I remember looking down. I was like. I mean, shorts? he's looking fly, but like I'm pretty sure he wore those shorts oh, yeah. last night. 100. They were probably different than. Yeah. They both are like one's a lighter blue, and it has a different like pattern on it. But they're so yeah. yeah, they both it's have pattern. the like one has flamingos, and the other one has I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah. Uh, for the record, Nicole, you can wear patterns on patterns. <laughs> they can't be crazy crazy. You can't put like you know so, like stripes and parrots on top of stripes. You can't do that, but like. Patterns I've, I've patterns. thrown some like polka dots on uh, on like a contrasting pattern like that. Yeah. Well, so the reason why Nicole and I talked about that is because so I I hung out with Nicole um, when I came back from Florida and I had a roommate in Florida and so my roommate was a girl and every time we would go out and do stuff right she would just relentlessly make fun oh, of me no. she's like you can't wear that and it like almost scarred me low key so and well and I only had two pairs of shorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And they only have patterns on it, and it's like... You need to make a trip to TJ Maxx. Yeah, I know. I'm so bad. (laughs) I am so bad at buying clothes. Dude, I haven't bought... I haven't bought clothes probably for like a year and a half. We need to go shop. I need to buy new clothes. We need to go shopping. That's one thing I want to ask you about was your fashion, dude. Dude, we need to go shopping soon. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Because I don't know... uh, I like my mom has always bought stuff. That's so bad. But I don't know what to... I don't know what to buy. I don't really care. And it's like, for me, I... I want to look good, but then also part of me is like, I don't want to spend money. Yeah, well, <laughs> then, that, there's that. Cause there's like, that. And it's there's like, a lot of things I've seen. I'm like, wow, that looks fantastic. Yeah. Do I $80? Wanna, right. uh, Especially like on jeans and stuff. Like, oh, dude, I could, yeah, yeah I'm not going to spend $80 on a pair of jeans. But then you're like, but this is going to be a nice pair of jeans. Well, and how many jeans have yeah. I bought in my lifetime? None. So maybe I do need to spend $80 and have a nice pair of jeans for a long time. Well, I don't you know. seem like you like take care of your stuff. Yeah. If you're reckless and you just like, or working construction with oh, hundred dollar hundred dollar buckle jeans. Yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> but like, I mean, like I've had joggers and like tennis shoes and stuff that people will see and uh, they're surprised. They're like, oh, did you just get that? I'm like, no, I've had this since like sophomore year of high school. Because you kept it. Well, yeah. I just don't trash it. Well, I, you know, I spent my money on it, so I don't want to ruin it. Right, and you're not you're not wearing it out to the, go work or do whatever. No, or, yeah, or whatnot. Just did, go to dude. Switch to joggers. Switch to joggers. Okay, joggers yeah. for life, man. Well, and that's the other thing is like I don't know what looks good on my style or whatever. And a lot of times it's like you know I I still have stuff, dude. That's like from high school that I can wear a shirt from high school. That sounds so yeah. bad. I don't want to admit that, dude, you guys. I'm look- just joking. I don't wear it from high school, but a lot of stuff like <laughs> middle school. Middle school, bro. I have a shirt from middle school that I could still. Yikes. Waterford fifth grade math champion. I can still wear that shirt. I was a big boy. How tall were you in fifth grade? My God. Yeah, I look ripped when I wear it. (laughs) I I look ripped. But it's because it's a crop top when you wear it. I did, like, you know how all those guys would, like, uh, cut their sleeves off? Like the country boys in the summer. You got a stringer. Yeah, yeah, a stringer. Well, see you in the gym, see you be like, hey, what's up, Jordan? You got, like, a. Elementary school T-shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Live for fifth grade, master right here. Yeah. Dude, I feel like you. Could, champion. I feel like you could rock like some like nice button-up shirts and yeah. like oh, bo- yeah. bomber jackets. I feel like bomber jackets would be like a good. I could do that route for you because you're yeah. comfy, and then like you're like, oh, I'm a little hot. I'm gonna take off my jacket. Yeah, it's I'm like, not sure what a bomber jacket is, but 
If you show me, I'd probably be like, yeah, that's a... Are you wearing a bomber? It's yeah. like... It's a more of like a fall spring one. It's not like a okay. heavy one. Yeah, lighter. Dude. That makes sense. Yeah. I do wear... So, um, a lot of my wardrobe is geared towards like where I work. So, I'm a little bit more in a professional setting. Yeah. So, collared shirts, polos, uh, button downs. I, th- yeah. Those I do. I have a lot of those. So, if you look at my closet, that's pretty much all it's full of. Yeah. And definitely. then I need to match that with jeans. But I don't know what that matches with with shorts-wise. And patterns don't really match that way. Well, so, you don't really need to worry about shorts that much yeah. anymore. Yeah, so but yeah, I think I, I lived in Florida for a year, and that's, that's so true. Florida style is a little bit different than Indiana style too, because they were they were rocking those Sperry's and t- like tan. I do shorts. get the when I see you out, I do get the sense that you yeah. lived in Florida. Yeah, like you, you definitely rock, you, like I've seen you wear like the boat shoes and yeah. the cool pattern shorts. Yeah, it the sticks out. Shirt, it sticks out in Goshen because you're not wearing like cargo shorts like everybody yeah. else here. Uh, Goshen's well, I, I'm not hipster enough for this because everyone's like rocking that hipster vibe too. Dude, I don't get in like Supreme and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't get into it. I just yeah, wear like or plain. champion or I don't know. I just no, there's some people that can rock it. Yeah, they look beautiful. awesome. I wish I could. Yeah, like um Amber. Dude, she here for Ace rocks Dude. that stuff. She could put on. She's anything. a model though. She's a model. Oh, I didn't know well, that makes more sense. I didn't know she was a model, but she's a model. Like yeah. I think she goes. She's in Chicago doing modeling. That so, makes more sense. She's because yeah. she was just wearing like a champion joggers and a sports bra, and I was like, that fit looks so good. Yeah, it's on point. Yeah, I'm just like it's on point. And then I thought about me. dress me, dress me. That's then I thought about me in a champion sports bra, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the color. Yeah, that's not me. 2019, you can do whatever you want. Don't judge me. I'm, com- <laughs> I'm comfortable. <laughs> Dude, um, we're just talking about fashion stories. Uh, what's your name? Who are you? My name? Yeah, welcome to my <laughs> podcast. Thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate it. My name's Jordan Grice. Yeah. Uh, I'm 26. Okay. Born and raised in Goshen. I've lived elsewhere at different periods of time, but I'm, I'm here in Goshen now, and uh, I'm loving it, man. Living the dream. It's a good dude. town. Yeah. You hear a lot of people. Well, you grew up in Goshen, so yeah. you get it. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I can't wait to." I was one of those guys too, though. Yeah, for a little bit, but then I came back. And I'm like, it drew me back. It did. It was beautiful. Well, I mean, one family is always important, but uh, yeah. when you go to other places, I did live in Wisconsin for a little bit. Okay. And um, man, those were the nicest people in the world. Yeah. They were so nice. Like I would run in with my friend who I lived with. Uh, we would run into people at the store, and they'd walk up to you and say something nice and give you a big hug and have great conversations and then i'd ask like hey logan you know how did you know that guy oh i i just met him right now with you what do you mean so that's, that's just like that's cool yeah which that, is that's not very for, normal for me yeah. i thought that was really cool i know that's yeah. like a little much for some people but for me i thought that was awesome yeah and then uh like, yeah because that makes you feel welcome like yeah like, okay definitely. these people are at least you know they're really at least nice you know they're not, yeah not trying to rob me so and I do like that. There's like a good sense of community here in Goshen. Oh, 100 percent. Well, and then the older you get too, the more you realize it's more the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Like I like Goshen, but I'm sure if there were other people I hung out with, yeah, I would probably hate Goshen. Yeah, because there's there's bad people here too, yeah. unfortunately. But there, it's like what I've moved around as well, and it's like I've seen that in the same places everywhere. Like there are good people and bad people everywhere you go it's, it's definitely it's, yeah. yeah but there's a lot more good people here in goshen if you give them a chance to it's kind of how you like come off yeah i'm gonna shut the windows because of the that train. train yeah that was yeah. super loud no you're good man dude so uh tell me what you do what i do uh i subcontract for goshen floor mart so i i work with a three-man crew but uh we just we show up to goshen floor mart every day and they say hey you got you got to do this carpet or this vinyl or ceramic uh hardwood whatever and uh, have at it. Here's a, here's the supplies. Yeah. 
then uh, on the side, I also bounce at Elephant Bar too, which I don't. Is that how we met? No, I think we met through the gym. That's what I would think. Maybe it was there, but I remember. So first off, I met you through Twitter. Definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, always been a fan of your Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's always that's my favorite social media. I love dude. Twitter. I love so it's so toxic, but it's so, it's so toxic. But the me- the memes are good and like. Yeah. I like the limitation of, well, it's not 140 now. What is it, like 200? Yeah, or 280 or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I do like the limitation of it. Yeah, it's a little bit more. You get the succinct boom, boom, boom. Um, and you don't have to like hear someone talk about themselves for forever. Well, like and I, like I said, I have been listening to your podcast. So uh, uh, you definitely are very picky about what you see on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the 100 yeah. people you have muted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> If you look at my profile, I follow 400 people. Dude, I, dude, I do. Th- I do that on like uh, Instagram or, or Facebook or probably both. Yeah. Where it's like people, you're like, I enjoy talking to you in person, but your social media presence is garbage. Yeah, yeah, it is. And dude, the thing is, I don't take social media super like. It's for me. A lot of times, what I'm saying is like a joke, and I don't oh, think people yeah. always get that sometimes because it's like I'm I'm kind of joking all the time, and it's like I don't have to be 100. percent you know, serious all the time. But yeah, some people no. do view everything as very serious. And a, a lot of times I'm just saying, I offend people. And like, I'm trying not, I'm not, I, I never want to offend someone, but then also it's like, yeah. I can't, I don't know what to do. Well, like your astrology tweet, yeah. where you and I were both like in sync. I didn't even realize that you were like trashing astrology, but yeah. like, <laughs> I read that tweet later. And I was like, oh, that's gold. Yeah. Well, but then, and then I saw that some people were like, well, how dare you? I'm like, dude, it's just like, it's his beliefs. Yeah. It's, it's his hip, his opinion right now, like yeah, well here's he's the thing. not offend- he's not attacking your opinion. He's just yeah. stating his. I'm just the, the thing about it is like first off, like science says astrology is garbage. So if you believe in astrology yeah. and you believe in climate change, like those are things. But they also say God is garbage. I believe in science. And I believe in God. So like my belief is garbage to them too. Yeah, I'm just pointing that out. Yeah, and, and they believe almost. I'm not gonna say like I don't want to say this, but almost they believe that both of them are religion and they're conflicting religions. Kind of, yeah. And so when I pointed that out, they got really mad. Well, I, <laughs> they're like, I have... you can believe both things, and I'm like, you can. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, like I run into people like as you do at a job that I have, like bouncing yeah. at the bar. Yeah. Uh, you run into them and like they catch up and they're like, what's your, what's your sign? What's your astrology sign? I'm yeah. like, oh, here we go. Okay. And I tell them I'm I was born in May, so I'm a Taurus. Yeah. And they like inst- they look you up and down like with a side eye, and they're like, "Mm-hmm, that yeah. explains a lot." And I'm like, "Dude, Judge you don't like thing. know me. Like, you're just judging me based on the month that I was born." Yeah. Well, your horoscope today is. Uh, I'm just like, man, don't lump me in with that. Like, but you're just reading something yeah. you see online. Like, yeah. just talk to me. Get a sense of who I am, not what the internet tells you. Right? Yeah. It's it's you can't prejudge someone. No, no one fits that's, into all those things. It's that's like, my thing with yeah. all the astrology stuff. Yeah. I'm just like. They get all these like preconceived notions of people based on the month they were born. Yeah. As if I can control when I was born. Yeah. But the, the one thing I do love about astrology is there's a spiritual aspect of things. And I think yeah. coming from Goshen, like we definitely live in a place where it's like spiritual stuff's weird. Like they, it's not, because you, you know, like all of the Christians here, the, yeah. it's very like, it's like. It's very scientific, very mathematical, very logical, yeah. and I think there is like a spiritual aspect of things. So I'm glad that the people are into that. I'm glad people are pursuing that. But don't assume or prejudge someone based oh, on a sign or whatever. That's what I on, always bro. run into that. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you could make anything fit. You know, yeah. yeah, we're all angry some days. So, you know, yes, you do love 
you know, sitting there and feeling like, cozy feelings. and Like, those open-ended yeah, it's like, uh, come on. horoscopes are like, oh, well, this is going to be your decade because it says that you'll find love. In the next ten years, I'm going to find love? I hope so. Good lord. I'm a terrible human being if I don't love someone in ten years. Like, this is going to be your decade because yeah. you're going to get a pet. Like, yeah. I can get one pet in the next ten years? Right, exactly. Astrology is bullshit, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's a religion, dude, and if you mess it with is, it, man. the same with climate change. Climate change. Now, I think climate change is a real thing, but if you ever buck what everyone else thinks, oh, they're yeah. like, they will go and come after you. Dude, they t- people yeah. attack each other for yeah. everything nowadays. Which is Twitter. Which is Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I need to go through, I keep saying this, I need to trim down everyone I follow on Instagram because it's, it's, yeah, it's well, be- it's all the, because I used to be part of the fitness social media. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's all so, I can see. Can I ask now. you about that too? Oh yeah, because that's kind of how I know you too. You were a yeah, big from, the, from the gym. That. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, I I thought the same thing today because it was National Boyfriend Day, and I was like, dude, yeah. I was like, okay, these are all the people I need to unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are some like yeah, for me, things. I follow fitness accounts. Yeah. So like, I don't know how I, I would say at least a dozen girls on Instagram that like National Boyfriend Day. It's just a picture of their butt, and uh, I'm like, that's a great butt, but like. I know you personally. Like, I know you have more to offer than just, like, a nice body. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I hate fitness social media. It's, like, I started working out in, um, I want to say, like, tw- 2012. Okay. 2012. It was my New Year's resolution, actually, to just Okay. So, year after high school. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would have been the year after high school, yeah. which is actually a funny story of why I started working out. Um, I used to work at Blockbuster right after high school. Dude, uh, that dates. That's crazy. Yeah, it shows. Over by Kroger. I am. Uh, I'm not forty, by the way. <laughs> I'm twenty six. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> um, yeah, by Kroger. Yeah. Um, Block. Worked, can we tell everyone what Blockbuster was? I I feel like half my audience probably has no idea. What yeah, Blockbuster is, is this uh, <laughs> futuristic idea. <laughs> dude blockbuster was the best i got yeah. paid at the time you know i was getting paid like 12 bucks an hour oh jeez yeah to just, 2011 yeah to just Holy. sit there and uh check out check out movies and yeah. people approach me every day asking me my opinion on movies and i love movies yeah. um i like movies a lot more than tv shows yeah okay well i mean not i i say it like i'm so busy but like i i think it's really hard to make like a 90 to two, 90 minute to 120 minute movie that like, you're like captured. really captured by where like yes it's also hard to make like a full season that you're interested in but yeah. you also have a lot more time to like expand those characters pull and pull out the depth of it and if you can do it in a good way oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's, I, it's, it's so interesting hard. it's interesting the the way that things are, the media is going but i think you're right it is it's so hard to do a two hour wow and also, I also have like a very addictive personality. So like, if I find a show that I like, dude, I will binge it. Yep. And like, you'll hit me up on Monday, like, dude, how was your week? And I was like, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I did. It was yeah, it, yeah. It was literally seventeen hours of my week. It yeah. was Breaking Bad. So I, I was working at Blockbuster, and uh, my brother also worked there part time for a short period of time with me, and um, and I don't think he looks like me at all. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what your brother looks like. So. He, I'll, I can show you later. He doesn't look like me. Well, he moved to Colorado now, so he kind of looks like a hippie. Cool. Yeah. So back then he didn't. Okay. So yeah. like now you'd be like, oh, definitely not. But back but then, then, yeah, his yeah, hair was a little, little shorter. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there's a guy that who I saw every day when my brother started working there. Um, he couldn't tell us apart. 
And I was getting really annoyed because I was like, dude, I've had like a hundred conversations with you. You've had like three with my brother, Josh. And then like a week later, he came in and he was like, oh, hey, Jordan, what's going on? I said, hey, like you knew it was me today. Like, how did you know it wasn't my brother? And he said, oh, your brother has way broader shoulders than you. Oh. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and my brother's, def- I mean, in, in the man's and, defense, yeah. I was like 135 pounds soaking wet. I was yeah. rail thin. So like, but that was in my head, because I'm very competitive too. I was like, oh, I can be bigger than him. Right. So then like. That's what that, pushed you. Yeah. Was Were you going to Aries then at that point? No. no. So at first it was just like, I was, oh, dude, I was 135 pounds. And like my idea of working out was like the old school stuff, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that stuff. So like I was very intimidated by the idea of going to a gym and like be, not, yeah. not necessarily being judged, but, but just like not knowing what I was doing and yeah. just feeling like I was like wasting my time. Yeah. And definitely like I did a tour of Aries. Uh, well, back then it was Aries. Um, and like everyone that was there was huge. And I was yeah. like, oh, hell It was no. like the weightlifter's gym. I was like, no, gym. this is not for me. So I worked out at home for like four to six months. Okay. And then I went to Anytime Fitness. Okay. okay. Which I do not over, recommend. Over by uh, Linway Plaza? Linway Plaza, yeah. 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 Very cookie cutter gym. Yep. Drama there with the owners about like not really? compensating me fairly. But, really? but outside of that, I mean, like, it's a very cookie cutter gym. Yeah. Like, if you go there, I don't see why you wouldn't go to like Planet Fitness. Okay. So, yeah. Cause I, so I worked at Planet Fitness for a year while I was living in Florida because okay. it was right down. Planet Fitness only up to 60 pounds was the heaviest pounds that you had. Yeah. It was like, but you, like, very you, cardio, yeah. very machine driven. So, was that kind of like anytime fitness as well? Very cardio and machine driven, or did they have like benches and squat yeah. racks and stuff too? Like, but hey, just barely. It like sounds conceited, but like you know, people in my position, like they talk trash about Planet Fitness. Yeah, but like if it fits your goals, man, it's yeah, a, Planet it's Fitness a, is the best. It's a steal. Yeah, ten dollars yeah. a month for you can't beat that. Like, and it's oh, I mean, you worked there, so like yeah. you were probably cleaning all the time, weren't you? I was working. I worked out there. Oh, you worked out there. Yeah, oh, I worked I out there for a whole year. Okay. No, no, sorry. Yeah, I worked out there for a whole year. And okay, it, it's it was super clean there. It was super clean, and it, it did exactly what I needed to. I could use the machines. They had Smith machines, so I was able to use like the bars and then yeah. put plates and do stuff. So it just like I, but I worked out at East Lake when I lived here in Goshen, and that's okay. what I was used to. And you have all those plates, you have all the stuff. The East Lake over by the Dairy Queen. Yeah. You know, 16th Street. Well, I, I heard you talking to uh, Marty about that. About yeah. the, uh, I miss that gym, dude. Dude, I do too. I, I loved that dungeon. That was such a good vibe. That dungeon feel. Yeah. Like, you really entered, like, your own world. Yeah. Especially, too, because the Wi-Fi there was garbage. Oh, so So, bad. like, you were limited to, like, whatever is downloaded on your phone. Yep. And you're just like, all right, let's go to town. Like, yeah. you couldn't get distracted. Yeah. Like, you were there to work out. Yeah, and, no, like, you were no done. No distractions. No one would text me. You didn't have any signal. You didn't have any Wi-Fi. Yeah. It was terrible. It was awesome. I loved it because yeah. like all the metal plates, I loved all that stuff. Oh yeah, which is I feel like that switched over to uh, what is East Lake, but was Aries at the time. Yeah, it, like that's the new Sixteenth Street. Yeah, in my opinion. But I, I miss like that dungeon feel. I like that like old school like rough feel of a gym. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's it kind of goes hand in hand with like how like the social media is. It's like everything needs to be like clean pristine. and mm-hmm. pristine and um. No, I want to know if I cut myself, I'm gonna get like locked jaw from because I, I didn't have my tetanus shot or. You know what I mean? Non, I'm trying to think of the right word. Non-threatening. Your gym needs to look non-threatening yeah. to like a new person. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I kind of like. I like the little grit. I kind of liked that. Like yeah. once I got more comfortable with it. Yeah, people like, are so, so, what, so nice. So what? You didn't get my money for like one year, and I went to Anytime Fitness. Like now you've had my money for five years. Like right. 
Right. Like that should be enough for you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, so you started at Anytime Fitness and then did you eventually move to Aries? I did. Yeah. Well, I actually started working there is why I switched. You started working at Aries? When it was Aries. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. the previous owners, uh, Beth and Max. I don't know if you met yeah. them ever. Um, was Max uh, a chiropractor? Russian dude? Yeah. Huge. Russian dude. Just like a Russian guy. Yeah. Which is why that... I heard ju- some stuff happened with them too. Well, I'm not going to go into that, but I, I don't know them. I'm yeah. just... You, you live in Goshen, you hear well, Goshen I worked stuff. there, too. Yeah. So their policy, too, which is, like, a good and bad policy. Like, you had to call Max every night to, like, confirm, like, what the sales were that day. And then, like, at that time, they were splitting up. And, you know, he would say things to me. And then Beth would say things to me. And I'm just like, hey, like, you guys are both, like, awesome people. Like, I don't want to get in the middle of this. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I hope they're doing well. They're, yeah. both, they're both great people. Yeah. Separate. Yeah. <laughs> they're both great people separate yeah but that's why that gym in particular compared to other east lake locations is uh, it's so fantastic there's yeah. the actual like equipment there yeah. because max cares is, about that. max looks like he eats bricks right max is huge so like he knows what goes into a good gym yeah and it's gone down over the years because he hasn't been there yeah so yeah I mean, it's just you know it's business it's another location of multiple locations but it's i i, I like that gym i really do the yeah. one that's over by Kroger. I the love Aries. that. I still gym. call it Aries. Everyone calls it Aries. Everyone so. calls it Aries. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So gym. that's what got you into working out. That's interesting. Was, I want, was trying to beat my brother. Was trying to beat your brother. <laughs> working at which I did. <laughs> he's still. He's now the weaker one of the weaker one. How many siblings do you have? Just the one. Yeah. Okay. He's twenty nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're three years apart. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I right, I have multiple questions. Going back to where you work now. You're see. You're so good at yeah. this. Like I, in your other podcasts. Like, someone would say something, and I actually timed it out. It was a conversation you, I think, had with Nicole. Yeah. There was, like, a 13-and-a-half-minute gap <laughs> and like, where there was just, like, a lost train of thought, and you guys yeah. kept going on, which is great. Yeah. And then, like, the second there was a stop, you were, like, going back. And I was, like, dude, that's, that's why Timmons <laughs> got the podcast. He's got a great dude, memory. I love like, talking to people, and, I, I like, things pop out to me that I'm, like, oh, I'll, I'll come back to that. And you're talk so to good her. at that. That's why you got the podcast, I, and bro. I just cut carpet. <laughs> no, no, dude. Well, so first thing, did, did you work with Brady? Brady. Uh, Koblenz? Because I know he did flooring. I don't know if it's the same flooring things that you guys did. No, I, I know Brady, though. Okay. I, I want, does he work at Hoosier Hardwood? It might be Hoosier Hardwood. Well, with like Rudy and like Jordan Wirtz. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's Some, different. Different. They, they offer, if someone wants good hardwood flooring done, I, we send them there. Okay. Because they do like the whole package. They'll sand it, they'll yeah. finish it whatever way you want. No, we. We do a lot of like pre-finished, pre-cut stuff. So are you doing the things where you like snap in the woods and put it down and snap? Oh yeah, in the, yeah, I've oh. done that. Before, well, I, I did that today. Yeah, that's what my upstairs is. Uh, okay. If you go up into my upstairs in my office, all that snap wood. So after this, I want you to come take a look at something because I have a question. Okay, for, <laughs> for sure, man. I I, I do, you it do this all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. Well, that's that's cool because it's literally a skill that. It, oh yeah, you know it's it, to know how to do this stuff and then figure out how to go around. Like it's well, people don't think about how much of a skill it is. It's yeah, it's like it's a it's skill crazy. and like there's not enough people even our age and like and then like as the years as you go down twenty five twenty four like as you get younger like there's so many less people that n- know like a skill with their hands like manual labor. Yeah, I was just talking to a a contractor today about that because he was surprised to see he thought I was like nineteen. Really, I get that all the time. Yeah. It's the Asian and like a no facial hair, and yeah. um, he thought I was like nineteen. He's like, man, I can't believe someone fresh out of high school like you. I'm like, well, I'm twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, even then, at twenty six, man, there's not enough people your age 
It's it's crazy because there's good money in it. There's, there's so much good money in it. Yeah, and like if you like what you do, it it's it is a good career. Yeah, and like the job security for me, I think is there. Yeah, it's not going away. People Which, are always going to have floors and carpet and stuff like that. So we think. And so we think. Yeah, I doubt that that's ever going to leave. And then people are going to try to do it themselves, and it's going to be very frustrating. Oh. And, and you can see when you see back. So it's everything I do. To be honest, it's easy to do, but it's exponentially easier to screw up. Yeah. So. Well, and you can say, okay, this corner, this is what I need to do for this corner. And I know how to do it. Yeah. And you have the tools to do it. You rock it out. And it's, it's, yeah. And you've already know, okay, I need to cut it this way and this way. So it's going to look really well against this. And this yeah. way the trim's going to pop up onto that. It's going to look beautiful. You know what I mean? Well, where other people are not going to know what they're going to do or, or however. But I've, I've done those projects where I've done it myself and it looks bad. And then we get Well, like, like I said, I've been listening to your podcast all week. I told you it was a big job. It's um, a little over 400 yards of carpet. Wow, it sucks, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, like, yeah. Where do you buy your carpet then? Well, they have like a. So they so we sub we subcontract for Goshen Floor Mart. Okay. So people go into Goshen Floor Mart and they say, "We want this. I want all this done in this house. Come measure it." And then the guys at Goshen Floor Mart they measure it up. They sell them the carpet, whatever they want, and they say, "Okay, great. We're gonna send these guys out to do it." Yep, and this is a right. And that's and that's where I come in. That's cool. Yeah. So it's basically like they're the ones feeding you. Could you oh, sub? Yeah. Could you subcontract from multiple carpet places if you wanted? You, you, if the biz, if the if there wasn't, because you're not under Goshen floor mire, you kind of technically no. Yeah. And, we, and we could, but they keep us so busy yeah. that yeah. Why would you? It's fantastic. Yeah. We don't even try. Like we don't advertise That's at all. So nice. We just uh, we just show up every day and, and there's work there, which is so easy for us. Yeah. Because I know there's people who like which you would never want someone like even like plumbers and like floor people like photographers like you never want to be like dude i found this guy on craigslist like right <laughs> there's people that seek people out on craigslist like who yeah. can do my flooring today on craigslist yeah i hope that's well not. but you get craigslist level you get, you uh, know, we've all had that craigslist. when someone says like they can redo your whole bedroom for like 40 bucks like You're maybe like, you shouldn't mm, hire that person yeah yeah you could do it for 40 yeah it's that's that's unfortunate well i yeah. guess i mean in photography now you could get away with it with that new iPhone 11 Pro. Right. Have you seen some of those pictures? Yeah, dude, I saw a, a a back cover, and then it was Rambo holding a rocket launcher, and at the end of it was rocket launcher, like the old 80s Rambo. Yeah. And at the end of the rocket launcher, like that's the back cover of their phone, and it's the it's the three iPhone cover. Oh, and it looks so good. It dude, looks exactly. Th- that phone takes immaculate photos. I, my crazy. gosh, like I I kind of want it. I'm gonna take my dog out. I'm so sorry. No, I'm so good. sorry. Joe. I know that. Yeah, I know yeah. that's what Joe needs. Oh, he actually needs to go out. Yeah, he does. Bye, Joe. See you in a minute. I have a whole fenced-in backyard, so it's super nice to just like do his thing. He seems very self-sufficient. He's he's kind of the king of this house, honestly. He is. Every it's, dog is, or should be. Could yeah. be. Should be. Yeah, he's he's a good, <laughs> he's a good little boy. So, all right. So my second question. I had two questions. The one about the flooring, but the second one was when you worked at Blockbusters. Yeah. This is a question I had as a kid. Did they have an adult section? So Blockbuster did not. Okay, but Family Video. But or uh, one of the Family Video does. Okay, and that you get all of the fantastic like play on words of like. I don't think they actually had this, but like I think it's in um, it's in a movie that I like, but like oh, it's in um, Forty Year Old Virgin. Okay. But like they had movies like this at Family Video, like Harry Cocker. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. Like the yeah. They had stuff like that. So like I watched a couple with friends who worked at Family Video. We were like, this is gold. That was like that like predates the um, 
like the B-rated movies you see on like sci-fi, like yeah. Mega Shark versus Giant yeah, Octopus. Yeah. Like, you would watch like terrible adult films <laughs> that were just like like cheesy Spider-Man ones. ones. Oh like God. they're so bad. Oh my God. There was um. I just always wondered if I didn't know I I knew that there was there was like the idea that you go and rent those videos yeah. at video stores that you know we rent them. Well, I just didn't know Blockbuster. One of, the, one of the first nights I worked at Blockbuster, this guy came in and uh, he didn't speak very good English. Um. But he did come in and goes, hey, do you have a triple X? I was like, do you want the first one or second one? Do you want the one with Vin Diesel or with Ice Cube? Uh, and he was like, no, 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 no. Uh, triple X. And I was like, yeah, the first one with Vin <sighs> Diesel. And then we kept, like, after a couple minutes, I was like, oh, uh, you mean like adult films? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did have one that was like. Kind of, I mean, you can, it was like a Cinemax one. It was like some Pirates one. Yeah, you get you get the like the super. You know, it's a little on the edge. You know? Yeah, I was just like, I mean, like, hey, I don't know what you're into, man. This is like, if you like Cinemax adult films, like this, this might go. be up your alley. Jeez. And uh, he he rent. There was a sequel to it that we also sold or rented, and he he came back the next day for that. So. Oh my gosh. I do. I remember that vividly because I was just like going back and forth. I was about to call my manager, like, dude, this guy wants. To to watch Triple X so badly, but he hates Vin Diesel. <laughs> like, he won't watch it. Like, he refuses. He wants a third one. <laughs> he wants a third one. That's hilarious. I was like, I played it out in my head. I was like, no, he means adult films. Yeah, he would. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But those are my questions. That's I was wondering about that. So. Yeah. How did, so, okay, when you worked at Blockbuster, did you work till it closed? Or did you move after and, and move I on? did work till it closed, wow. yeah. That was a sad day. It was sad, but yeah. also, like, you saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah, you probably saw not as many people came, and then the red block boxes no. were popping up actually, everywhere, and Netflix was a thing, too. Yeah, we were actually, um, in our district, which covered, like, all of the Midwest, uh, we were consistently, like, the number one or number two store. Like, we made good money. Yeah. Well, well, in that location, like, we made good money, but at the same time, like, the person who owns that property at that time, 2011... He was charging like ten grand a month for rent, Holy which is cow. absurd. Yeah, like there's other places that yeah. for like you know the same amount of space charge like two thousand, twenty five hundred, three thousand. Yeah, Dude, yeah. We, he we, was milking it. Yeah, he was well, milking it hard. And now yeah. look what's there. I doubt he's getting ten thousand dollars. Not even. Month. What is that like a? Uh, it's like some therapy physical therapy or, place. Yeah, and it was like a thrift shop for a while too. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's just been like nothing's kind of held there. Nothing will be an institution like Blockbuster yeah, was. Yeah, Blockbuster was an institution. Uh, I still get people that come up to me like I used to rent to them when they were a kid. And like I've ID'd them at the bar now. And they're like, hey, uh, you don't remember me, do you? And I'm like, should I? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, you like convinced my parents to let me rent Grand Theft Auto when I was a kid. I was like, wow, I hope, um, Dude, I hope yes. it didn't uh, scar you for life. I hope you enjoyed uh, playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Well, my thing that I told parents all the time, like, and it didn't happen often, but like, like, oh, I don't know if they should play this game or watch this movie. I'm like, dude, if they really want to watch adult content or like get into more graphic stuff, if they have access to the internet, I guarantee you there's way, like, if yeah. there's way worse stuff online, especially than this 2011, video game. dude, especially 2011, it was we were in the throes of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, even now, like, you have access to anything. Well, like, because I I play a lot of video games. Yeah. And, I was gonna uh, ask you about that. Oh, oh yeah. Many natural segues here in this combo. Um, there's so many people that like complain. Like, oh, well, my dad included. He's like that old school. He, whatever he sees on the news, he takes it as like a matter of fact. Like, 
this is the truth. Yeah. So he yeah. sees um, that video games create violent kids. I'm like, uh, not necessarily. In fact, yeah. I think some of the best friendships I've had have been people who I've met online. Yeah. And um, I've doing something you love. Dude, I've played shooters since I was like eight. Yeah. And you know me well enough. I'm not a violent person by any means. Yeah. So yeah. like I. Like it doesn't this, correlate. It, it doesn't. doesn't correlate. Not at all. Yeah. No, it's it's individualized to each person. Like now, like I, and I'm not a violent person, but like if there's someone who is inherently violent, and then they play Grand Theft Auto for four years, I'm sure that's going to be amplified. Yeah, but they're going to do other stuff as well. Yeah, like they would have like, found that way to get that itch. If it wasn't somewhere else, yeah. If it wasn't for a yeah. Grand Theft Auto, or yeah, they would have been out in the woods killing animals or something. Yeah, they would be doing something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's crazy. What? So, because I've I've seen your Fortnite videos. Yeah, and dude, I, they're hilarious. The one, I knew this was gonna come to bro. No, it's cool because yeah. my little brother he plays Fortnite and yeah. he's actually like, he's really good. He's really good. Like he just qualified for one of the cash cups. Oh, you know did he? Saying? Yeah, and he plays That's... on Xbox, so he plays oh, on controller. Yeah. And he's he's just like, so what do you play? What console do you play? PlayStation. PlayStation. Okay. Gotta support my cousins. Yeah. In the Philippines. <laughs> <In> the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Asian culture. No, I got. I mean, well, I got like small Asian hands, so like that yeah. PlayStation controller just like feels so much more comfortable. Do you like the way that Fortnite's evolved from season one to season ten? Um, is it season eleven now? yes and no i like that it like inherently kept like the fun vibes to it like it's a serious game but like not serious yeah but like it was like i can't think of like a bigger cash cow in entertainment in my lifetime yeah so like they broke the mold dude it it broke the mold but like they they, it's only two years or three years two years in september not that i keep track uh, but I remember when it came out, and no, yeah. everyone, it was an equal playing field. Everyone was learning. The building yeah. was all there. That's the crazy thing. The whole building aspect was there, but no one was utilizing it. Yeah. No one was utilizing it. Because I played, I got some some dubs. Just oh, from, yeah? Just like the Christmas that came out. I remember it came out in September. Yeah. People were playing it pretty heavy, and Christmas was all over. And I was playing, and I was like dominating. I was so I much fun. I, I got one of those bush costumes and just like yeah, snuck all the way. You were to bush the, camping. Yeah, yeah, I was bush camping. So we all long. did it, man. Mm-hmm. We all did it. And but the the whole building aspect is there. And now, if you play now, because I've tried to play with my little brother, and it's, it's all building. Man, and it's and he can build. He's already knowing the twelve next builds that he's doing and yeah. edits as he's doing it. And for me, it's like I can't think like, that fast. Who do I shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's like the natural progression of a popular game. Like people yeah. play it a lot more and they get really good. Yeah. So like it's it's fun, but it's not fun because like I do miss just like getting on and like playing against people who are like, is this a robot or is this a player? Like right. either way, I'm gonna dunk on this kid. Right yeah, now. exactly. I do miss those days, but like it, it's the natural progression of a popular game like that. Yeah, I do hate like the the cash grab that it is though. Like they they capital. I mean, it's a business. I get that, and I respect them for it. But at the same time, like you're losing customers by just like. Like if there's like inherent problems with like the product that you offer, like you they like the owners for uh, Epic Games, they they sit there and like I we always me and my friends always joke about it. they sit there at the table like oh we see that you don't like the audio quality of the game right now, how would you feel if we offered you this Batman cosmetic bundle yeah, like exactly it's like and then you're like at first you're like it does look pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. I'll buy it. And then yeah. like that lasts for like a week and you're like no I was mad about something like yeah. they're so good about that yeah. Yeah, they're they're sneaky, and I think that they've been dominant 
for so long, but I think that they're losing it. Yeah. Like Apex came in and they dominated for like for one time. And then for like a month. Yeah, but that had not happened. Yeah. That had not happened. So I think there'll be another game that does that and another game. Because it's like at this point, it, not a new person could get into the Fortnite. It, it needs like to be a, they They're maintaining yeah. their, their base, but there's not a ability to... You know what I'm saying? Unless they t- totally change it. That's my opinion. It needs to be a completely different style of game. Like the Battle Royale genre. It's yeah. only been two years. Like Call of Duty was popular for... Forever. Five, six, yeah. seven, eight years. Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, Black Ops Which 2. Which I was heavy to those too. I was, yeah, same. Zombies still. I have so many hours logged into me and my buddies just playing zombies. An absurd amount of time. And then you look back on it you're like, I did the same. Th- like I would run around a theater. Yeah. Kiting zombies, yeah, for hours, for rounds, just trying to, and but it was such a it was blast. So much, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, that was like the one monotonous thing I did in the game that was just like I thoroughly enjoy yeah. every second of this. Yeah, I just ran around a theater for ten minutes, but I loved it so much. It was good. It was good. Those are good memories. I mean, I can't do it now, but at that time, I'm glad that my friends and I did it. And yeah, you do. You create relationships. Well, I saw one video that you posted that got huge where it was like that annoying kids or whatever oh yeah, yeah i can't remember the name of it but yeah <laughs> this like, that kid was funny just like uh a random kid we ran into and like like the, <coughs> he was like the epitome of like a, we, we call them squeakers because yeah. like they're squeaking in the mic yeah and they're like seven eight years old right he was the epitome of like a squeaker he was just like can i have this and we're like dude chill yeah. but i want it can i have it i know you have one <laughs> all right all right and like i think in the video i'm actually saying now be careful because you know you could hurt yourself and yeah. then like right on cue he blows himself up with the <laughs> rocket launcher we just gave him and all my friends and i were just like oh, uh yeah, yeah. damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. damn it timmy <laughs> yeah that's hilarious yeah dude that was that such was, a good clip it got and it got retweeted yeah all well like people would like reach out over playstation to meet my friends because it got passed around to like various facebook Fortnite groups oh and, that's like, crazy so like on my twitter i got you know a bunch but then was, someone I mean, dropped in and moved to other social it got, yeah too. so like i'm on which for me is cool but like yeah. on my twitter it was like thirty thousand views or something like that yeah. which, which for me is huge yeah but then like people were reaching out to me and i would respond i'm like dude did you, did you see this on twitter or something like, no i saw you on this facebook group i was like what send me the link and like it had like two hundred thousand views three hundred thousand no views and way. i was like oh that's for me i was like that's pretty cool that's like, you went viral so just that. like playing a game and like people will just enjoy like our banter with this kid yeah i thought it was cool like all these people were like oh i love that they were like nice to this little kid and i was like yes that's how i always am to little squeakers <laughs> i'm never rude to them <laughs> i never cuss them out thank you for appreciating that yeah exactly yeah he's like i'm glad you only see this that's hilarious like they get the one clip where i'm nice not the 99 where i'm just like damn it what yeah. are you doing yeah why'd you yeah that, why would you not rest me yeah exactly that's hilarious do um that's crazy do you stream at all uh, no, no. So these are all just clips you grab from uh, I, PlayStation. You can save them on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't stream, but my like full time duo partner he streams on Twitch. Oh, really? Yeah, he's and pretty good. Pretty he's big. pretty good. Yeah. Want to give a shout out? Shameless plug for uh, Chase Noblock. It's uh, oh. if you look him up on Twitch, it would be C D Noblock. So that's C D K N O Block. His last name. Yeah, he's good. Dude, that's awesome. He's a good. Um, I coached him. I coached baseball for several years. Yeah. And uh, I, I coached him. He would have been 13 the first year I coached him. I was like 17. And uh, I've been friends with him since then. He's a, he's a really good kid. 
that's guy. Awesome. He's not a kid anymore. He's 21. Yeah. He's not a kid anymore. But, you know, he still is. <laughs> yeah. I can't say... I have to be nice to him because he's going to law school. Or he's going to go to law school. Jeez. So, if I ever get in trouble... He's going to bail you out. I need him to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, yeah. he'll be the one that pulls up and defends you. He got, and I don't think he would be offended if I said this, but uh, he got in trouble the other day for a, a speeding ticket, and he was going over. He was going over, and like he tried to tell the cop. Well, this is what he tells me. I hope this is what he told the cop. He was like, "Dude, I had shit so bad." <laughs> I was like, uh, I, him, "I was like, man, I hope you defend someone one day." That I was like, "Your Honor, I was going forty over, but." I was prairie dogging it so bad. <laughs> you, when I, I should have taken a picture. You should have seen what I was holding it. You would have been speeding too. I told him, I hope you get, I hope you, you defend that person. He got a, uh, I want to say he got a ticket. I mean, he, okay. was going, he was going like 26 yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chase, Chase, even if you're offended, this is public information. Yeah. If someone yeah. Googles your name, they're going to find it. So right, screw right. you, dude. Yeah, you get your And I hope that you want to play some Fortnite tomorrow. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he was going like twenty six over. So I told him, I was like, I hope you defend that person. Like OJ's lawyers defended him. Right, they right. Will, they'll be so happy with what they paid for their lawyer. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. hilarious. Well, that's so he, that's cool. But that that goes back to like the and he where's he going to school at? He goes he goes to Trine. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he's an hour away from you, or an yeah. hour and a half away from you. Yeah, and it's like, but you still hang out every day. Yeah. yeah, that's the cool thing about that about video games because you can have friends who live all across the globe and you can yeah, hang out and do it, stuff. It, it connects people. Yeah. Well, that's how I met someone in Grand Rapids, and that's how I met my friend in Wisconsin. Was playing yeah. Overwatch at the time. Oh, classic! I loved Overwatch. Dude. Yeah. Did you ever play WoW? Oh ah, no, we can't talk about WoW. Dude, I um when I quit WoW, collectively over the various accounts I had over the years. Where'd you, where'd you play to? What, what expansion? So I played through after Burning Crusade, so Wrath of the Lich okay, King. Yep. I played through that. Miss Pandaria. That's the last one I played. I skipped Draenor. Yeah. Miss. There was one where the level cap was a hundred. Yeah. I played that one. Okay. That was the last one. Okay. Yeah. That was the dude, one. but even then, like the four, because I played vanilla. Yeah, me too. Yeah, my yeah. man, dude. Yeah. I, I was interested. In or Classic I Wild. played right when Burning Crusade came out, but it was like right there. I played vanilla, <laughs> and um, man, if if you added, uh, if you added up all the time it's I've played in WoW, it's it's over a year of playing time. <laughs> yeah, there's like I'm 26. Over one year of my life was on a computer playing well. on this game. That's not even including Call of Duty on computer. <laughs> yeah, that's not including when I was a kid, like. Yeah. That's kind of what got me into games. And playing, did you, wait, what you didn't have six? You had PlayStation. You had PlayStation. I had an N sixty four. I had a, every Game Boy. My my parents were really cool about that. Like That's they, cool. um, my dad grew up very poor. Okay, and uh, he's done plumbing and heating and air conditioning for his whole life. So like what we said earlier, like man, yeah. they they make good money. Yeah, and uh, he provided very well for us. So we got a lot more toys than what you know maybe other kids got. Yeah. So well, you just wanted you had the life that he didn't. Yeah. Have. Well, and secretly yeah. too, he just loved having them too. <clears throat> Even though he was garbage at Mario Kart, he yeah. still tried to play. Yeah. I was just like you know let him take first place. Like oh boy, you don't know you how don't, many red yeah. shells I have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, was he from this area? He's from Goshen, yeah. Okay. He grew up in Goshen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's been around here for a long time. Though. Oh yeah. And your mom is from the Philippines? She's from the Philippines, okay. yeah. They yeah. uh the classic uh he went to fight in the Marine he's he's a Marine. Oh, very cool. Yeah. He was in the Marines and instead of defending our country, he went and hooked up with foreign women. <laughs> now, I, it's more 
uh, cool, romantic than that. Uh, yeah, yeah. My grandpa, who I never met, he passed away when I, before I was born. Yeah. Which I heard is not a terrible thing that I didn't meet him. I heard okay. he was alcoholic and stuff and abusive. So yeah. Um, he was, I want to say, the chief of police. And my dad and a couple other Marines went to my mom's hometown in the Philippines, Bacolod. And uh, they went there to train like their police officers. And so your mom's dad was my, chief of police in the yeah. Philippines. Okay, okay. So that's how they met. Yeah. Because so, the Marines and they hung out with chief yeah. of police. And that's kind of cool, like, though. It's, it's cool for me to say that instead of like, yeah, he was in the at a bar in the Philippines and just uh, pulled some saw some girl. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, though. It's This is a cooler yeah. story for me, which yeah. I'm blessed, too, because my, my mom's the best. That's cool. Yeah, she's the hardest worker I know. Yeah. To a fault, where, like, she she makes other people feel bad for not, like, matching her intensity for work. And I'm like, dude, you are, like, an alpha when it comes to work. You I can't yeah. I can't hit those levels. Like, whatever, like, DNA you have in there for that, you didn't pass it to me. <laughs> so I can't do that, man. That's crazy. That's that's such a cool story though. So then they they yeah, they've been they, I want to say thirty two years of wow. marriage. Yeah, and that's a testament right there too. Yeah, they've been married for thirty two years. They, and it's good. It's been good. She come back with him then. Is that kind of what happened? Or did they get married in the Philippines? Or did he just like? I him? I think the story goes. I think they've technically been married three times. <laughs> 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 they got married in, in the Philippines, and then he came back. They got married in California. So. She could have like some type of uh, sit- to stay with yeah. him, yeah, in California or something like that. And yeah. then when they moved back to Indiana, well, of course the family wants to have a wedding, so then yeah. they got married a third time. Yeah, that's so crazy. So I need to remind my mom that uh, she, I think she still is owed two honeymoons. I, <laughs> I want, I hope they have the one. I think she still is owed two. <laughs> He's got back then. He didn't have money. He's got money now. He's got they money can, now, they yeah. can. Go on two honeymoons. <laughs> right, exactly. It's so cheap to travel, dude. Nowadays, dude. it's crazy. Well, especially in the Philippines. What? Yeah. Philippines is the live. It's so cheap to just yeah. <sighs> so cheap. It's like what I've heard. So what I've heard is just crazy. Fifty. Uh, they go by pesos, so yep. fifty of their dollars is one American dollar. That's crazy, dude. You get like beachfront pro- or ho- property, beachfront hotel the day of on like a top ten resort island in the world, B- bamboo hut, very authentic, hundred feet from the beach for like. 20 bucks that's crazy you can't and, you can't and it sleeps that. like eight people yeah you can't beat that no I, that's what i've heard and you can buy beer for so cheap and just buy food yeah for so cheap and... everything's so affordable there yeah. and it's like it's very like fresh and it's very good yeah so yeah when my parents always go back and visit it's um not that i dislike my family but it's a three-week vacation so and it takes yeah. two days to get there two days to get back wow yeah so when I, I tell them I'm like dude like if I'm spending money on a ticket I I would like to go to one of these resort islands for you know seven to ten days if we can do that like the cousins yeah. can come too like we all hang out it'll, it'll be, be a great time and my my dad's like ooh but we have so much family to visit you could go for like two days and I'm like eh. why would I do that? Yeah. Nah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll hang out here. It's all good. I'll save my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. how are you gonna like dangle like a top ten resort island in my face and just say you can go there for two, two days. days? Yeah, I'd rather go for it and just because ex- you get your own island and stuff. I've seen yeah. this because I worked at Mill Travel for two years. Okay, so yeah, we would, so you we would see those stuff, and you're right, it's very cheap. It's like how about like if I'm paying for my ticket? How about like I just like talk to my family at the airport for like a longer period <laughs> of so time bad. than a longer so period of time than i would want to 
And then, like, I just say deuces, then me and my brother, we just go, like, bullshit on some island for three weeks. Yeah, yeah, and just have a real vacation. You should be allowed to do that. I mean, at this point, you're allowed to do I mean, like, I get it, it, but at the same time, like, it's my fault and my cousin's fault, too. Like, we don't reach out to each other enough. Yeah, well, and you're across the globe. Yeah. And they're not playing Fortnite. Yeah, they're not playing Fortnite, so, like, how else would I talk to them? They're not at the gym. How else could... They don't walk into my bar. Right, exactly. Um... No, you know, but it's just like, I guess I should reach out to them more. Like, you know, we're so connected now with social media. Like, I should yeah. reach out to them more. Yeah. But it's, yeah. And they're also, they have grew up different and it's a different culture. Oh, yeah. It's, diff- it's difficult. Well, they're very Catholic. Okay. Well, because you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And uh, I, I know you're religious, but I was, it's that classic Catholic joke. I was raised Catholic, which means I'm not anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, classic. Yeah. I, I, yeah I'm not, I don't practice much. Oh, well, I don't practice at all anymore. Yeah. Um. My own choice. I, I don't care if people are religious or not. I just believe in being a good person for the sake of being a good person. Yeah, which yeah. I, I think is cool. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, um, but they're very devout Catholics over there. So like there is conflicting views there, and yeah. I'm not gonna say it's like created a rift between any of us, but like it does. Play a it's always that tension yeah. that like, yeah. oh, you're different than me. Yeah, and I'm like, man. Well, and they they've built this life that's that's a oh, little yeah. different than yours too it's yeah. like they they're doing stuff you're like um, and so i went for my first time ever going to a mass i've been to mass twice when i was young it's different right? and then this summer i went to mass with this cuban family in florida so and it was it was like it's different they i i was blessed because the dude's like okay now you need to stand now you need to sit oh like yeah the guy said but it's, i was like standing when everyone was kneeling and i was like oh, oh. and then i guess i was like uh, the last and then i guess i did the like the worst thing you could ever do what did you do i took communion Tibbin. no uh, yeah Tibbin, you saw a piece of jesus's body and you said that looks delicious yeah but i've taken you know what i've taken communion in and and evangelical churches but i've never done I mean, yeah, I've talked to some people, and they were like, "All right, whatever." Well, that's no big deal. I mean, you're a practicing religious person, yeah, so it's not the worst thing, right? You know what it was? You saw that wine. You're like, "Is that uh, oh, is that red wine?" I said on a Sunday, it is twelve. Okay, let's. This go. was back. This uh, was, well, you were in Florida, yeah. so you could you could get alcohol, whatever you wanted there. Hundred percent. Dude, when, <laughs> when I, I was younger, dude, a hundred percent. When I was younger, I was like, "Oh, they do wine." Okay, cool. Dude, when I lived <laughs> in Wisconsin for a little bit. um it was like, a, I remember it being a Sunday and he was like, Hey, you want to get something to drink? I'm like, Can you on the that? Lord's day. <laughs> what, what do you have in the fridge? I checked the fridge. We don't have any alcohol. He's like, no dude, we can just go buy some. And I'm like, what? But it's Sunday. Yes. <laughs> we were like the last state. We, we were. were the last physical state. There's still counties and places, yeah. but we were the last state, which is crazy. And it's crazy. still weird. Yeah. It's still weird to be and like. And you still can't. It's, there's still some laws around it. Like there's just during 12, certain 12 hours. Yeah. It's because I've been at like 8.15 trying to buy a, yeah. a 30 pack or something. Because like you know, yeah, right. 8 o'clock. Ooh, you need to start going to bed. Yeah, 8 o'clock, like, man. All on, those man. RVs that we need to build. Yeah. That's... I don't work in an RV factory, man. I can still get lit tonight. Yeah, exactly. And the way. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. RV is such a huge part of our. our well, our... you were talking to uh, somebody. It's like interesting to see, um, like Jayco. Oh, I think we we're talking to Sadie. It's interesting to see like RVs built here, everywhere, and then everywhere. Well, ninety percent of all. RVs. I always wondered that growing up. I was like, dude, like all these people. Make, we're so used to it. They make great money in these yeah. factories. I've never seen one. Yeah. And then I I go to visit my brother in Colorado. They're everywhere. Yeah. One in every three cars has a trailer built in this area. Yeah. And they're so fascinated by it. Yeah. Like you casually mention it, and like 
eventually you realize that it was like a cool conversation start. You're like, yeah, yeah that uh, trailer over there is built yeah, two miles from my house. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know people that were inside? I'm like, yeah. They're like, uh, yeah. no way. Yeah. Half of my friends were cleaning and detailing. I've seen Snapchats of them sleeping in those beds. Yeah. And they're like, "What? Well, what's their favorite RV that they built?" Like, I don't know. We don't talk. We don't get yeah. boners us, over them yeah, like you exactly. guys do. Yeah. Like exactly. This is just like a. I know. Show. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And there are people who are very fanatic about RVs. Like they are. Yeah, very they are way into it. They're like, I've seen these Airstreams, Gulfstreams, and I'm like. Bro, I know Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, only because that's where, you know, what they're, yeah. you know, I, the people that work there or whatever. That's all I they're know. They're very into it, which is yeah. like, I, I don't relate to that in the fact. I know you casually mentioned like, hey, can you look at my floor real quick while you, before you leave? Yeah. I, I will never be the one who goes out in public and like, look at this floor. <laughs> yeah. That'll never be me. Because yeah. like, I don't know. It's just like, it's a work thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you have knowledge about it. Yeah. And I'm sure like if someone who works on RVs all the time, if they saw an RV in California and someone's like, hey, can you take a look at this? They're like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're not going to go out and try to look at RVs and how to fix them. But if you show them, they're like, oh, yeah, this is how you do this or this yeah. is what's going on. My dad works on RVs. That's what he does. All That's his, like, full-time job. Okay. And so he's that's a... such a good job, though. Yeah. He's a, he doesn't work for RVs. He works as an independent contractor. Oh. And oh. So, yeah. I relate to him. Yeah. So, so he so he's so he independent contractor he names his price yeah and I can't imagine there's a ton of people in the area that do that or does he travel for it no he only works in this area so he yeah, yeah. good for yeah. him he's he loves it so but he's also worked he I grew up him working in the factories yeah so he worked at Jayco he worked at those and he was on the line doing stuff too well, so so like talk, talking more about like manual labor um, my dad does his own plumbing heating and air conditioning yeah. He is the cheapest guy in the area for like a licensed plumber. He's the cheapest by uh, don't quote me, but he's the cheapest by like ten or twenty dollars, and he charges eighty an hour. That's crazy. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And there's people going to school for like eight years to make substantially less. Yeah, forty dollars an hour. And they yeah, have to deal with and like you know this is me personally, but like, I don't enjoy kids that much. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the mental part of it. I respect anyone who works with kids. We need more people. Who work with kids, but yeah. man, I, it's not for me. Well, I talked with Adrian De La Vega. Yes, um, and so I just yeah, I love what he's doing. He's he's doing, and I don't for me like so again. I was homeschooled. I was yeah. part of. I think the future is not going to be education, the way that we've been doing education because we are you doing, speaking more like the the American way. I think the future is going to be more of online classes, oh, yeah. and so people are going to say, and so the more that our generation works from home the more it's like okay well there's online bullying happening there's a lot of garbage that's happening right yeah. now so let's keep them at home let's make sure that i can because i've talked to a lot of different people who are my generation or a little older between 10 years older than me so uh 30 let's say 35 and below who have had kids and who grew up in the public schools and who are homeschooling their kids and just doing online classes because they're like we want them to you know just be able to have freedom and do what they want yeah. And just and because you can have communities, you can do this stuff. So I think the education system that starts. Very good. Okay, sorry guys, uh, I accidentally hit everything and it stopped recording. Um, we were talking about we were talking about education. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say okay, like the American education education system. Yeah, it's it's it hasn't changed since like the no. 1800s. 
So, but think about everything else has changed. So if you think about... Dude, everything's the same since then. Come on. Yeah, it's like the same restaurants that you get back in 1910. You know, it's the same type of restaurant. Well, I don't know why you have to worry. When I was your age, I could pay for my school with one year of work. Yeah, yeah. well... I've heard that before. I've heard that too. That's totally garbage. I'm like, Dad, you were a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, it's just... I don't know how I was going to go with education, but that's just how I think that I think it's going to change. Yeah, I think it's going to change in the next five, ten years. I hope it does, because um, a lot of those teeth for the better too, because we can learn everything we want from there. Yeah, I uh oh man, I have so many brilliant friends. Um, one of my brother's friends, he super smart, and he's learned a lot about business with that um, Khan Academy. Have you heard K? Yeah, he's he's learned so much about business, and it's free. And he's learned a lot, and I'm just like, man, like that's interesting that you saw an interest in it, and you sought the information, and now you're rolling with it. Yeah, but the thing is, what you are doing and what your dad is doing with his skills are something that comes from learning and having these experiences yes. that you can't learn from online. Like, you right. can learn to be a plumber, but until you face the situation and handle it and everything... The one thing I've learned about construction and working physically with my hands or from working on my car is, okay, it may be these 10 steps, but inside those 10 steps are 100 steps that I wouldn't have never guessed. Well, like all these different directions. So since I'm still like learning flooring, like there's little things where I'm just like, well, how hard are you hitting the striking block? Well, how are you holding your knife right there? You know, how are you doing this and that? And then like they'll have the guys I work with, uh, they're like, well, let me think about it. Because I'm just like, man, you don't realize how good you are at what you do. Like, you might think it's just a, this bullshit thing you do for a good paycheck. But, like, what you do is a skill. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're you're damn good at it. So, like, me, I'm watching you. And I'm, like, truly appreciating what you do. Because not many people can do it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's easy. Like I said, it's easy to do. Very easy to mess up. Yeah. I had a, uh, ooh, I had a friend reaching out to me the other day wanting to uh, redo, like, something on their second floor. And um, I had no idea what she was saying, but, like, at the end of the conversation, she was saying stuff like, so, like, should I, like, I don't want to tear up the floor. And I'm like, oh, I think we're talking about two different things. Like, she was wanting to tear up, like, the subfloor, I think. (laughs) Well, I think we were just mixed ways, but, like, you know, there's people out there. She didn't roll with it. She was actually seeking information, but there's people out there who do that. Yeah. And then, like, when they screw it up, they call us, like, hey, uh, can you fix this real quick? And like, oh, no. Yeah, you need a construction team to come in. Well, we just, you need it all redone. Like, we're not going to patch that. I'm going to redo it all. Right. Which is going to cost you a lot more money, which is not what you want to hear, but, yeah. you know, that's the way to do it. Yeah, that's true at this point. That's well, crazy. Like, that's, like, part of that, like, baby boomer generation where, like, they just, like, they rolled with it. They, like, they were just taught how to, like, pass their exams and do it like I all that stuff they were taught how to get an a on their exam and not really how to learn that information mm-hmm. oh man i wish you'd gone to goshen there was a really great teacher there who i loved and she was so different than all the other teachers there at the time her name was uh mrs mel yeah I know her. oh you know mel well yeah. she grew, she's, she's so down her here son is one of my best friends joe mel is one of my best friends. okay and so I know her. She's no longer. She might still be at school, but she's so cool. So we hung out with her. She lives on Sixth Street, right down the road. Yeah, I, I visit. Yeah, you know, swim at her house all the time. Oh, she and I are doing a Dana Mal. In a couple days. So. Okay, she's I, great dude. Yeah, I love Mal. Exactly who she is? She's amazing. Ah, uh, she's so great. But she was one of the few teachers who, like, you we would read it in the book. You would get handed the paper to like the exam, whatever it is, 
And then you would question her about it. She'd be like, ah, screw it. Just write what you want to do, and uh, I'll judge you from there. And, like, she was so carefree about it at the time. I didn't – well, I did, but not everybody appreciated just, like, how hands-off she, was. hands-off she was. And, like, she really just let you do your thing, and she didn't say, you know, you were right or wrong. She was just like, you know what? You tell me what you think. Tell me what – show me what you've learned, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Which I thought was so cool. That is so cool. Because it's not black and white. It isn't one yeah. way or the other way to do it. And everyone thinks it's two, two, you have two paths. Yeah. And when in reality, you have a thousand different paths. All from all paths. Well, she, um, so one of those classes she taught me was, uh, oh, it would have been IB history. So, you know, like what you said, black and white, um, you know, a lot of teachers would go with that and they say, well, this is what you're being taught. And this was the winning side. This was the losing side where she would kind of go down the middle and say, what do you think? Why did this happen? How did it happen? And what did you think of the results? So I always appreciated that about her. And I think more teachers should teach like that. And I'm I'm really hopeful that like our generation does that. Because yeah. there's a lot more like free thinkers who question the system. Yeah. You know, who are just like, they read this and they don't say, yes, thank you, book, for telling me what you learned in 1967. Yeah. They read it and they say, well, why did you say that? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I think we have so much more information that we can see. Oh, yeah. Dude, I... I lose my mind when older people are like, they talk about how like, if they didn't know a question, they had to like go to the library and look it up. I'm like, no, what do you mean you didn't Google it? And I'm like, no, I can't live like that. Like, what do you mean you saw, uh, you saw a movie and you couldn't remember who it was and you, you couldn't Google it. (laughs) You had to go watch the movie again. Like, that's absurd to me. (laughs) Oh, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, wow. Yeah. But I think the little bit is like, I'm a little worried that I'm going to become dependent on my phone too. Oh, yeah. So I get worried about that too. Cause I'm, and also, it's like, I have to, now it's like, at that time, they only had to trust what the library had. Now I have to trust what Google is. Which isn't know. always good. It's not always good. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place, kind of. But it is. It's, we're in a different world. We're in a totally it, different world. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. Which the older it. people say it's terrible, but like. It's give and take. I know you talked about it on a previous podcast where, like, you were saying you were concerned how, like, uh, how how technology drives so many young kids. But I'm like, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, if they didn't have technology, they would find some other means to be detached, yeah. to just be in their own world. I don't know if, because I relate to that, too. Like, when I was younger, I, I was so into video games. Um... And I was outside all the time, too. I didn't sleep a lot when I was a kid. Let's put it that way. But I, I played World of Warcraft, so you relate to that. Like, I didn't sleep a lot when I was a kid. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, if you want to just be lost for a little bit, like, you will find something to get lost in. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I think what, what I was worried about when I was younger was I just thought that everything, I just felt like impending doom. Like, oh, I, really? I thought that. I would never have security. Everyone would know exactly. All my information is now going to have, the government will have it. They probably do. They probably do. But then, I, and that's uh, that's the path I saw technology taking us, was that I would never have freedom to just be off-grid, live how I want to be without anyone knowing exactly everything about me. Now I'm older, it's a little different. And we have things like blockchain, and we have things that 
are you know cryptocurrency which oh yeah like those things are disrupting old establishments that have been there for forever and corrupt establishments oh yeah and making it a lot more corrupt so there's a lot there's a yin and a yang there's a good and a bad to everything and so with with technology (coughs) there's a lot of bad stuff there's a lot of great stuff that's going on yeah so i gotta remember in all situations there's hope do you i think a long time i didn't have hope for certain things so do you ever like i think about this and i don't know why i do but like right now my cell phone in front of me like i receive things like if i don't receive a message or like a notification in seconds i'm pissed that this satellite thousands of miles in the sky didn't like instantly transmit this information to me like isn't that wild that like that information is just in our hands it's crazy well maybe not my small hands but maybe in your hands like your adult size hands yeah i'm gonna go back to like the you remember the old envy phones yeah, I'm going yeah, back to those. Yeah, the, it was the yeah the orange and the. Red I had a I had a, a silver one. You remember razors? Dude, I had a razor. So cool. Those were the black razors. Yeah. You know how cool I felt in middle school when I flipped that open. Hold on, my dad's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I got a razor like three years after everyone had. <laughs> yeah. So everyone had iPhones. So like, I got a razor. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, those are like twelve twelve dollars. Well, I remember still having like a flip phone. Well, like a variation of a flip phone and like the first classmate had an iphone which would have been like an iphone 4 yeah. which looked like an ipod yeah. and we were all like what the fuck is that yeah. like why do you have internet access that you're not like concerned your parents are mad about yeah. <laughs> like, this cost me ten dollars everything i google right. why do you have internet right now right yeah but dude you can touch these phones now and they scratch dude those envies were bricks yeah you, you didn't play baseball so like there's a thing oh, I played you did oh yeah. okay so i played in Oh, until right. Middle school, up until middle school. Okay. So, so do you remember soft toss? Like a, a drill to just like yeah. literally what it sounds like, you know, yeah. toss it up and you hit it. Yeah. Yeah. We did soft toss with Envy phones once when we... No way. <laughs> well, I mean, my group yeah, of... Yeah, just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it took like 10 hard hits to an Envy. To destroy it? For it to even crack. Those, oh, thing, yeah. those things were like... Bricks were jealous of Envies. Yeah. That's how sturdy they were. They don't make them like that. No. I wish they did. No, no, yeah, it's... This, my phone's my phone's pretty yeah when i text you my texts are green i don't yeah yeah i built most of this part like i, I pull off and put on the new screen and build okay stuff and stuff so like it was a hundred dollars oh heck yeah it was like four hundred dollars on the market i so. just i sent my cousin a bowl of rice and i was like hey dude could you <laughs> could you make me a new iphone please so he ate the dude in the philippines though uh i haven't been there in a while but like when i was a teenager which wasn't the most recent time, but when I was like 13, uh, Game Boys were very popular then. Dude, they make crazy like custom technology there, like like so many cool lights and like different colors and like oh, yeah. But it, and it was like half the price of stuff here. So oh, like, yeah. Dad, I were... I know I have a Game Boy, but like this one's a different color. You're like, can I have this one? <laughs> like, it's only fifty dollars. No, you you don't need it, but I want it. Did you? <laughs> um my parents go about every two years okay. i have a lot of family there yeah um i would say i haven't been there since i was about 18 okay but um if it were ideally i would go like every four years yeah yeah because getting there is expensive but once you get there man you live like a king yeah it's so fun that's awesome do your cousins ever come and visit you actually um well a couple of my family members live here like i have an uncle um, I have an 
aunt here and then an aunt in New Jersey. My the guy one of the guy that I work with is my mom's cousin. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh my one of my cousins who's younger than me, she's uh she just graduated from like pharmacy school. Okay. And um she was in Chicago for a month in 2018. Oh, wow. Which you talked about this with someone else too, but uh she was so fascinated about Amish people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we were talking about RVs. I was just like, are you sure you want to see Amish people? She's no. like, they're so cool. Everywhere I've gone, every time I go someplace and I tell people that I have Amish, like today, I was walking out to let the dog out and I heard Amish buggy just walk by and they clip down 8th Street all the time and I'm used to that. But for other people, it's like, what in the world? The thing she, and she will still say, I would bet money on it, that she was most fascinated by were uh, fireworks. She loved, and she brought her friend here one time too, and like they were just like so fascinated and entertained by fireworks. And I was like, dude, they are not cool. They are lights in the sky that make loud noises. And they're like, they were like, no, it's so amazing. And I'm like, what are you? Philippines doesn't have fireworks, or they just um, I mean, maybe different, different, maybe different. I'm sure she, I'm, yeah. I got snakes and sparklers. Yeah. yeah. What's that movie? Oh, uh, I know. You know it. It's my childhood. What is it? What is that? I can't think of it's it. Joe it's Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking at David Spade and talked yep. to, um, have you ever heard of Theo Vaughn? They did a PO, he's a stand-up comedian. They did a podcast just a couple okay. weeks ago. And they, he's talking some, about some Joe Dirt stuff. Yeah, oh, I grew up on Joe Dirt, it's man. Classic, back Back in the day when uh when vehicles, when like the luxury item in a vehicle was like a, a TV, with a DVD player, yeah, so I, I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid, yeah. and like we always traveled to tournaments and stuff, and yeah. there were always like three DVDs in in my dad's car, who was a coach. It was like Joe Dirt, Waterboy, and like uh like Billy Madison. God, but we like watched that. Joe Dirt in particular like so much. <laughs> it was so good. I was probably seen it twice. Dude, I probably saw it like twice every three days. <laughs> like we watched it so much. Well, you told me you were kind of a film nut. I mean, do you think that comes from uh, working at Blockbusters and just having to be someone who had like put in a, a, a position of authority where it's like, what do you think is better, this or this? Um, or this is just something that's always been a thing where you just love cinema. I think it was like always a thing that I really liked. Well, because when, when we were younger, you know, there, you didn't really have access to TV shows. The whole collection of us, you couldn't watch. 60 episodes of a tv series at one time like we can now so you would watch movies and uh i think that's kind of where it came from yeah uh just like the access to one movie and like definitely the movie that really got me into cinema was uh lord of the rings oh man classic i remember when it came out and i was like you're probably 12 11 12 yep i was 13 that's uh no i would have been younger because 2000, I want to say 2001 was Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. We were younger than that. Yeah. So well, because I, I remember even. Yeah. You were like 9 or 10. I remember watching it even thinking like, I don't know what's going on, but this is cool. Yeah. Like, the first one was, I mean, the first one wasn't as action packed, but it was just beautiful. You like, you went on a, a magical journey. Our generation, Star Wars, man. It was so cool. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It, generation Star Wars, not the new ones, the old Star The old ones, ones the yeah. classics. It's interesting to, like, because, like, I, people don't realize how many times, like, directors and, like, story writers uh, really 
screw up taking this like great novel or book and then like just not delivering yeah. in, in a, on a movie stage. Yeah. But man, uh, Peter Jackson, just dude, he so perfect, yeah. so good. Yeah, like everything that you wanted in the movie, you got it. Yeah, it, no, you transported to. It might have taken three hours to to get that, but yeah. you didn't care because you were like, "Wow, that was the best three hours of my life." You transported to nowhere. You didn't. Yeah. Did you Did you ever read the book uh, Aragon the with the, like the with dragon? that dragon on it? No, I you know I didn't read that much when I was younger. I so I read it. It was one of my favorite books, and then I was so excited for the movie, and it was just like it, garbage. I garbage, you know what I honestly. Garbage. Didn't even know they made a movie. <laughs> did you did, did you ever watch the Last Airbender? Oh, series? dude, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's the same. It's the same topic. That it's, might took something that was so beautiful and yeah. so pure and destroyed it and mangled it for it just you know they're trying to make it's dude, a cash grab. Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV series. Beautiful. That might be the My single. That might be the single greatest TV show I've ever watched. Yeah, you got everything you want. It was a beautiful story. Yeah. Uh, so much redemption in it with like Zuko, yeah. and um, it's like it's every character you love, even like the villains. You're like, you know what? This is a good villain. Yeah. I well, see I mean, the humanity in this villain, and I like it. Yeah. Oh man. And it was just like you were te- you were teleported to a different world. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love I, Avatar and like Breaking Bad. Yeah. And then you gotta throw in the Office. Those That's are like great. three like. I never started it. Because, like I said earlier, I have an addictive personality. Yeah. I know it would consume me. Yeah, I know. Good, I know if I like watch this tonight, I would like be it's texting good. the guys I work with at like four a.m. and be like, "Dude, I can't work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sick. Like I can't." And then I would just like binge watch Game of Thrones. I know. So I I don't tempt myself because I know I would do it dude, for sure. Bro, I feel that. No, dude, it's it's good. It's really good. Yeah, I don't know about the last seasons. I stopped at season five, which is maybe. But like it, it, it draws you in. Yeah. But yeah, dude. I yeah. The Office is great. Office is wonderful. There's so many things in my life where I find myself quoting The Office, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's from a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it plays so well because they do such a good at mirroring yeah. and exaggerating real life. They do. You, you'll never find. Well, I can't, I can't say never, yeah. but man, it will be really hard to find like a cast, a collective group of like misfit toys like who didn't know each other at all to just like come together and create such an authentic show where like at times you forget that this is a show. Like this isn't actually an office. This is a show. Yeah. It's scripted cast and, and, and put together and you feel like it's just real. I, I was actually really surprised to hear how scripted that show was yeah. because of how many great comedians and like how many free thinkers yeah. they had. It was very scripted. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Cause you would think it's kind of maybe like, some Adlib stuff. Like Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, yeah. a lot of like really brilliant comedians like that. Very scripted. Yeah, that's crazy. BJ Novak, man, Ryan. Dude. I want to read his book. He wrote, he wrote scripted. He, he wrote him scripted. and him and Min. I, I won't say her name right. I'm yeah. sorry, Rima, if I say her Indian name yeah. wrong. Yeah. Kaling. Yeah, I know you're Some, about I, I want to say that's how it's spelled. Sorry, Rima. She, sorry, she, Rima. Uh, <laughs> met, uh, you tweeted that and you were messaging me. She's like. I saw that the other day. Uh, yeah. Again, she's someone I've never actually physically met. I've seen her one time at um, Costa Springs, and she was walking out of the yeah. back, and I was walking in. I was like, I think that's her. Yeah. That, that well, that's like how it was with you, because like I saw, I know you from Twitter, and you've had some like, and you still do, but you had some like golden tweets, and I was oh, so the first time I well, I and I vividly, vividly remember, because I was like, is his name Tim? 
or Timon. Like I, I was like, either way, I dig that dude's Twitter. No, I don't. And then I want to say, like, the first time that I was like, oh, I need to meet this guy was, um, it's, it's not to throw shade at you, yeah. but you were, um, you were, like, going to meet Leah Puckett at Constant Springs, yeah. and, and I hadn't seen her in years, yeah. and we used to be, and I hope she still says we're friends, but I, we used to be very good friends, yeah. and um, I saw her there, and I was like, man, I need to talk to her, because, like, she's by herself, and she's like, I'm supposed to be my friend Tim in here, but I, I think he's pretty busy. And I was like, well, like, come hang out with us. And then, like, I asked about you. I was like, hey, I think I follow that guy's Twitter. Like, what's he, what's he about? And she was like, oh, he's so nice. And I was like, I need to meet that guy. And then I want to say a couple weeks later, we met. Cool. Yeah. I wonder what, yeah. Dude. Uh, I probably definitely. You nah, don't seem like the type yeah, to, like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to see you. Goodbye. No, you're definitely the type that's like, I am genuinely busy. I am sorry. Yeah. I think. Uh, and she wasn't offended in I, any way. Cool. Yeah. I, I think I was when if Leah's in town, I I make sure to spend time because she's just such a wonderful person. Which but is I, like bad to say because like she's thirty minutes away. Like why don't yeah, we go to well, war somewhere? I do I, not as much as I want to, but I go and see her every once in a while for sure. Um, I like she's such a great person. So. She really is. She, yeah, I, I love her family. Did you hear my podcast with her dad? Yeah, okay, yeah, that was the first one I listened to actually. Oh, uh, he's so good. He's he's such a great guy. He's just so solid. He, uh, Scott. And his wife's name is Lisa? Yeah. Scott and Lisa... Dr. Lisa Puckett. Dr. Lisa Puckett. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they the raised like two of my favorite people in the world, Leah and Aaron. Yeah. And Cora and Katie are fantastic people too. Right. But I don't know them as well. So yeah. They raised two of my favorite people in the world. Leah is, is so great. And I well, I guess they're... I never thought about that. How I just love them for... Aaron and Leah are just like so authentically them. And they will never be different. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. In a day and age where, like, everyone wants to get, like, as many likes as they can and they'll do whatever they yeah. can to, dude, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They're just like, if you like me, you like me. If not, no whatever. I could care less. Yeah. I love that. That's that's the way it should be. It's tough. It's tough. It is tough. It's tough because people get sucked into it. I get sucked into it. I do. It, it, like, it is because it is a very gratifying to be like, oh my god like i'm so close to a hundred likes like yeah. that's so cool yeah. and then and then you think about a big picture like i don't really care yeah well it's interesting. well i hope that i think that it, for a long time i would say for a good two to three years of my life i lived my life to please other people specific oh, people yeah and i didn't like who i was and i lost myself dude lost myself yes and so, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people are living that way, and they think, but when you start just being authentically you, and whether they like you or not, it's like, you know, it's really free. Yeah. It's really free. Well, just to live who you are. And yeah. freedom to that. And it's like, well, like I, t- I told you, yeah, I relate to you really well on that. Like, uh, my dad was in the Marines, and this baby boomer. I don't know what it is about that generation, but they don't think that, like, emotions exist. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I hope... I hope he opens up to people someday because I know he's got a lot going going on in his head. Yeah, super nice guy. I get a lot of my social aspects from him. Yeah. Everyone I run into, I'm like, hey, do you know Myron Grice? Like, yeah, why? I'm like, oh, that's my dad. And the first thing they always say, well, he's white. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, he married a brown woman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, and then like I I see it like man, he's so connected with people and like. That's tough to find that like he relates really well to people 
But he is part of that generation where like they don't talk about their feelings. Yeah. And it's like expected to be uh to just be like this strong. uh strong man who provides and like no, not nothing deters me. Like I will always be the best version of me. And like, well, the best version of you could be if you opened up more. Yeah. If you just like opened up about how you really feel. Yeah. So um yeah, he's I grew up that way too where like I just always really try and that that really brought me down. Yeah. Um, cause exactly. you always, cause like, I never want to let them down. They, uh, they always, my parents always tried really hard to provide really well for me and my family. And, um, it always felt like, like if I got like a B in a class, you know, which is like, I don't know if that's more my dad just being like very demanding or like my mom just being Asian and always, <laughs> want, always wanting me to have an A, but like, uh, <laughs> Just like you, I felt like I would like let them down. Like, no, I got a B in my college level course as a junior. I am ashamed of myself, which is um, which is like that. That really brought me down for a long time, and like it took a toll on me for many years, and I didn't know it until like it just hit me like a train, and uh, which is why I love your old neighbor Janessa so much. Yeah. Janessa Bainter, I love you. Love you so much. Always will. Um, one of the nicest things anyone has ever done for me. I was very, very depressed. And when you're young, you just like, like I joked about it earlier, but like, I hate the world. Like yeah. no one understands me. And like, I, that's how I felt. And at that time I was very into cycling. So, uh, I just, I just went, I just cycled, didn't care where I was going. I just went and, uh, I forget where I was. I was like very, very far from home towns over and uh, Janessa hit me up. She was like, hey, like, you're, you know, your dad's worried about you. Like, what's going on? And like, um, and I was never mad at her about it, even in the moment. Um, she was like, well, like, where are you? Like, I'm going to come get you. And I was like, you know what? Okay, that's cool. And like, she showed up there with her dad, that's cool. who was one of my dad's good friends from childhood. And like, at the time, you know, I wasn't mad at all because I was like, you know what? I understand that like Janessa cares about me and she wants me to be in a better place. So that's why he's here. Like, you know, he's like, he, uh, Jeff talked to me, her dad was like, you know, Hey, you know, what's going on? And like, you know, let's, let's, let's deal with this. And we talked about things and like that helped that moment, that instance in my life helped me out tremendously. Yeah. And that was probably like one of the, like the scene, even like, it's such a, like a, a small thing to just like reach out to someone you care about and say like, Hey, how can I help you? Yeah. But not enough people do that. Even that, like, that little bit of effort to be, like, genuine and be like, hey, like, what's going on? I see that you're down. What's going on? Yeah. She did that when no one else did. Not to throw shade on other people, but, like, I understand, like, that's uncomfortable for people to be like, ooh, you're having a tough time. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. She did that, and, like, I'll always, th- I'll always be grateful for that because, like, that changed, that really changed a lot about me. Yeah. And you were in, this sounds like a dark spot. Oh, yeah. I really was. And I... I'm not that way anymore, thankfully. You know, talking to people and therapy and stuff, and uh, I'm well, not that. Just being living and growing. And oh yeah, that, that was. Yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago, but uh, yeah, that was one of the first instances in my life where I was like, you know what? People do care. People do relate to you. People do feel the same way you do. Yeah. So uh, that's why that's why I love Janessa so much. She'll always be. Dude, yeah, I love her so much for that. That's crazy. So do you think that came from just? Dynamic or also a loss that does happen in your life too. Is it just a combination of everything, or living for people as well. Like, 
living for other people's expectations. I, I, I think it was more generally, I mean, like, yeah, generally, like, the last thing you said, just living up to, trying to live up to people's expectations. Because, like, I was coaching a lot at that time. Yeah. And, like, it just felt like every, like, effort I gave and, like, all every second of my day was spent trying to, like, make other people happy, which I didn't hate. I love to be in people's lives. I love... Dude, there, nothing could, yeah, nothing can replace like a genuine smile, yeah. like that, like gut wrenching laugh you get out of people. I love it so yeah. much. But like, when you don't take a little bit of time for yourself, it it eats away at you. And if you don't, if you're not conscious of that time, you don't allot yourself. Man, it tears you apart. And that's that's kind of where I was at that time. I was just like, man, like I don't know what I want. I don't know what I'm doing. And then. And then when you don't express that with people, they don't, um, they're kind of thrown off by that. Yeah. When like, you're like, oh, you're always smiling and laughing. Why aren't you right now? I'm like, well, cause you know, I have feelings too yeah. and I, I want to talk about them. Like, oh, well that's not what you do. So like, that was kind of like conflicting for me. Yeah. That's difficult. Dude. It I is. Yeah. Think, I think we, I mean, more and more so we're allowed, but it's just like, how, how do we process emotions? I don't process emotions like anyone else does. Yeah, I process emotions like I, I couldn't process those emotions. Yeah, and so if you don't know how to do that, that can be something. It's almost like sticks in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a river. It just builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. And builds yeah, up. it's like thin yeah, that's a great way to put it. How do you deal with this? How do you go with this? I can see I've been in spots where, um, and I I've had my parents are really I'm blessed with amazing parents. Yeah, so. And I, I, but I've lived away from my parents. They didn't know how I felt about different things, but they knew, you know, because they're yeah. to me. But they knew I was going through some difficult times. And when you're in a dark spot, um, sometimes you do need to get away. But there is, if there's a little light or a little glimmer or someone who says, you know, it's okay to be where you're at. It's okay yeah. to feel this way. Um, but let's talk through this. And I'm there for you. And I care for you. If you feel that genuine care, that means the world. So shout out to Janessa her, yeah. for genuinely caring about you when. Oh, so, I know. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like, how do I be that person to other people, too? And that was, I mean... Someone who's come out of that? I'm yeah. Sure you feel the same way. It's Absolutely. Like, and that was back at a time, like, I've, I'm super happy and... Happy? Happy. <laughs> Sorry, Janessa. Uh, speaking of you, we've also been... Uh, well, I've been partaking in the classic energy drink and vodka <laughs> that we love so much, so... The happy is coming from a rock star vodka. <laughs> rock star lifestyle. Rock star lifestyle, baby. Uh, um, the... I'm just, I'm so happy that like, you said like Twitter can be really toxic, but I feel like, I don't know how, what it is about Twitter. People are becoming so much more conscious of like mental health on Twitter yeah. and I love it so much. Um, and there's good and bad of that, but like, I love it so much that people are talking about it. Like it need it's a real discussion that needs to happen. Yeah. And, well, um, we haven't had information sharing. Yeah. Like the way that we have information sharing. Oh, you feel that way? I also feel that way. Let's talk about so, it. So, but yeah, and you gotta not get caught up in it, and and because sometimes if you if you are connected with someone who's feeling the same way, it can drive you even farther down mm-hmm. for sure. But if you can see, like if you can see someone that has gone down that path and then has also come out of that path, yeah, and have, has walked that, and they can say, hey, there is hope. Like I said, there's always hope. It's, it's like it's that's really cool. yeah a cool aspect of social media. It's it's weird to say it out loud because I've thought this for a long time, but like since I've been through some things in my life and I've made mistakes, I, I love a person who's made like real mistakes, been through some tough shit. I love a person like that. And who's 
a good person now because like you know they've they've been through the trenches and they've come out a better person and like yeah. they know what and, and everyone's been through some things in their life but like do, how do you respond to that do you try to be proactive about it or do you let it like drag you down and like you just don't think about it yeah. i love a person who's like been through some stuff and they try to overcome it because that's tough man yeah that's real character if you can that's hard it's just character i i think all right so this is a theory of mine i think with the rise of social media in our generation and our specifically our generation we're a year apart maybe even months apart so we're having very similar experiences we have so many things that we have in common. It's crazy. Yeah. But and even though we both went to public school, homeschool, religious, two different religions, yeah. two different parents, we have so much common because we both experienced the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, we both have shared experiences because of the internet. Yeah. Which is crazy. But yeah. So this is this is my thought. I think for a long time, generation after generation, we live in communities where we could see. You know, people who are a little bit older than us who have gone through the same stuff that we're about to enter. But I think that's been broken down because we haven't, those communities have been kind of disrupted. And so, and our communities that we've connected with are like, oh, World of Warcraft or these things that are on a global scale, but it's all people our age. And so we're all together going through it. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen is we're coming back to, hopefully, I think communities have been dispersed and we, we've found our communities online, but those aren't real authentic things where you can see what they've gone through and you can yeah. see the older mentorship and you, they can pour into you. I think we, we'll come back to that point. And I, and I think that's where the internet's going to take us or us as, as we'll evolve to that point where we'll be able to, like I'll be able to tell my little brother, sister, the stuff I went through. You're not going to face the exact same stuff that I went through, but here's some tools to get through it. And if you want to, I can connect you with other people. We can find those groups. And you feeling that you can find that there is hope in this situation, this situation, this situation. Because there's 7 billion people in the world. We're all at least experiencing the same, two people are at least experiencing the same thing or two people have experienced the same thing. One came out of it at one point. And so we can make those connections. So I I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. I level because there's a lot of mental health that's happening. I think... the mental health rise is astronomical. I love it so much. Well, the, the, but people are having a lot more mental health problems than they've ever had. Before. Oh, I think it's well, I don't love that. Don't love that. And especially like middle schoolers, it's it's if you look at the charts, it's astronomical. People, like yeah. specifically middle school middle school girls are it's the rises, but they feel so isolated. It's yeah, like you get that. We've all been through middle school. It is terrible no matter who dude but like for like younger girls now it's insane because yeah. like i have uh, uh being like a, a mixed family i have a ton of filipino cousins and i have a ton of cousins who are from here yeah. and uh, i have some cousins a lot of fan- fantastic all my cousins i love so much but like i have a couple cousins who are like super beautiful they've worked at like all these like boutiques and stuff and like i'll like go on their instagram and stuff and they have like three thousand followers and they're like 18 i'm like what I don't even know 500 people. Why do 3,000 people find you interesting? It's like, oh, because they just like pine for your good looks. And like, they just like, yeah. they just, they see a girl who like is attractive and they just like post these pictures online. It's like they, oh, they need. And then, so then like it has that domino effect of just like all these expectations of like, this is what your social media, your digital footprint needs to be. Yeah. And they compare themselves to each other all the time. And like when I was in middle school, I didn't know what, 
half the middle schoolers in the world look like. Do, and, yeah. And now they have I, access to Yeah. Them. I knew what the middle schoolers in front of me looked like, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And I was ugly, so it was all good. Yeah, it's all good. Like they, well, for, all had pimples. And well, for me, your, your middle schoolers were just like your mom. And like any pets you had. No, I was a middle school band, bro. <laughs> My middle schoolers were like everyone was wearing like collared shirts and like what is it? What are those called? Skorts. <laughs> There's skirts with like the shorts under because we're Catholic school. Like we can't we can't be revealing at all. Yeah, skirts yeah. need to touch your knees. <laughs> we were the. Uh, I want to talk about that earlier when uh you rudely cut the the podcast oh, off. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, like the do you ever think about like the domino effect that like the smallest acts have like when you said uh you tweeted that you like you had a good week and you wanted to give a little bit of money to somebody that fifty dollars whether or not they used it for something that you would deem appropriate for fifty dollars let's let's say they got shit face drunk but what if they had a good time what if that put them in like a mental state like a higher clarity for like a week and like they they had so many better things happen for them in their life because of just that one small act. Do you ever think about that? Dude, my life has been domino effects from multiple different things. But, like, people people relate domino effects to, like, big things. People don't relate domino effects to, like, the, the small things. Thing. Like, no, dude, it, running I, into Leah at the bar. Yeah. And then, at, this which transition to this, which is fantastic. Like, yeah. people don't think about that. No, our lives are connected in a deeper level than we'll ever realize. And then, yeah. and I, I 100% agree. Whether I know the effects of what that fifty dollars did or not doesn't yeah. matter. I hope it was positive. I hope it was positive, but I felt like I had to give, I had to bless someone, so I did that. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. And the other thing is, I have been on the receiving end of someone who blessed me, didn't realize that they blessed me, and it's turned my life around for different things. And Definitely. So I think this, those small things, it, dude. If you do it on a small level, it'll happen on a big level too. It oh has yeah. To be authentic throughout the whole thing i think and so i i 100 the small domino effects there oh yeah it's not coincidences but everyone thinks it's coincidences it's not dude yeah there's no way we're so interlocked in such a deep level yeah there's the connection for a reason genuine connection Mm -hmm. is it being connected nowadays is so easy but like genuine connection like real relationships with people they're they are somehow harder to find nowadays because it's so easy to disconnect from people. Um, like we're not in communities anymore. No, we're not. You can be so isolated now. Which yeah, you can be. Which yeah. is good and bad. Yeah. There's some people who like thrive in that isolation. I love being social. We're, we're social people though. Yeah, but not everybody is. Not everyone is, but at a deep level, they have to have some more social. You need it. You need it. It's good for you. Yeah. I um. It's like this conversation happened from something that happened and something that happened and something there's yeah. multiple things that have happened in this conversation and it doesn't end here our conversation is yeah. now being recorded and people will listen to it and it might affect other things that'll happen yeah. in 10 years 15 years 50 years from now that we have no idea yeah or just something that you think five years ago like this happened and this is what changed and this is the aspect of my life has changed because of this conversation because like or a conversation we had 10 you know yeah. what if i didn't approach lee at the bar when she's by herself and she didn't say those nice things what if i yeah we would have but there might have been another way up what what if i didn't go to michaela's party that night and i didn't see you jamming out to that music with marty i was like yeah. what what if i didn't do those things like this might yeah dude that's, hey, that's not my... Yeah, but that's, I was, yeah. Uh, bro, I walked up to you and met you at the gym because you are yeah. talking to Karen. I was like, dude, I follow you on Twitter. <sighs> that midget? 
I love Karen so much. I refuse. Caleb, shout out to Karen and Caleb. I love them both so much. I love Caleb and his body and everything about him. I refuse to give Karen any credit. When she is legally allowed to go to any ride at Cedar Point, oh my God, I, so I will salute her. Even on your podcast, Tim, and I refuse <laughs> to give Karen any respect. No, she knows I love her. She knows that I, I tell her anything and everything. Women, <laughs> <laughs> Only Karen. I love all other women, but Karen, she's an exception. But it's not Karen in particular. It's like it's dwarfs. No. It's short people. <laughs> I say that like I'm like so tall. Like I'm just this giant of a man who's in the Philippines. I'm I would be drafted as a center in basketball. Seriously. Here in the states, I'm like the last oh, person well, picked. My- <laughs> I'm the last person picked for basketball. Most of my Filipino coworkers are very, short. Yeah, we're short. Yeah. But doesn't help that my white dad's short too. Uh, <laughs> Why can't he be like six eight? And then like like split the difference like a nice like five eleven. Dude, I thought I was tall. I'm six one. My little brother is like six four, and he's he's seventeen. <laughs> I look up at my seventeen year old black brother like, hey bro, what's up? Dude, <laughs> it's, it's weird. I it's, don't like it. It's funny when I go on jobs because like, uh, you don't realize it until you actually do like a job like that. But like when the kitchen tables moved, and like the light for the kitchen table, it hangs very low. Yeah. But you don't ever run into that because the kitchen table's there. Well, I do. And I'm not used to running into things because I am 5'8". So I, I run into something with my head. I'm like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like to not be 5'8". Like, you run into stuff. And you have to be conscious of your head hitting things. Yeah. I had a, a buddy in college, and he was like 6'9". He was from Germany. and uh, Germans. Germans. Always winning. We, he had to get a special bed in college. <laughs> <laughs> they had like bring in a special bed so that he could even like lay on the mattress. Hopefully it was a nice bed. It wasn't like a worse, yeah, it was nice. worse quality bed. Just like here's a futon that we found from yeah. 1974. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Saying, yeah, enjoy it, dude. That's crazy. All right, so we're about almost at two hours. That's oh my crazy. god, hour and forty. I have a question for you. Shoot it. Kind of wrap it up. Yeah, let's do it. Talk a little bit more, but let's do it. So, um, the last question I have for you is, um, since you bartend at Elephant Bar. I bounce. I don't bounce. bartend. Sorry, I, I take that. You bounce. Up. I, that's what I meant. No, you're all good. So I don't want. Part. I already get enough people that go there. And when, they want you to give shots. No, I shine a flashlight on their ID, and then two minutes later, they walk to me like, "Hey, buddy, can you pour me a drink?" I'm like, do I look like the guy that pours drinks? Like, I just ID'd you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> what What's something that you would have never realized in the bar scene, but now that you work there and you you do it sober, I'm assuming you see just. Like what's something like what's a an observation that you would have never guessed, dude? You know what? I always gave so much credit to our generation, um, for being more conscious of servers and to tip better. Yeah. And dude, oh my god, there are so many people, and I'm not gonna throw names out. I I know the people in our area that don't tip well at all, really? and and it's like, dude, no shame if you don't want to tip. But if that's your prerogative right now, if you if you either don't want to or you don't have the money to tip for that's these drinks, go to the liquor store. Go buy some drink. No one's going to blame you for doing that. I've done that. Yeah. I'm like, man, I really don't feel like spending. I know I could get drunk with a close group of friends for 20 bucks tonight at someone's house. Right. I don't feel like getting to that same level for $80 at a bar. Yeah. I'd rather just spend the 20 Yeah. I So, like, I relate to that. Oh, man. 
And I've I've never served. I've never been a, a wait a waiter. I've never been behind the bar. I've never done any job like that. So um, man, I wish more like people tipped because yeah. it's a it's a crappy job. Like people think being a bartender like it's all fun games and glamour. It's course. it's not, dude. I see. I, I don't even do it, and it doesn't look like fun. Like you're dealing with drunk people till two in the morning yeah. who don't leave your bar, who demand the world of you, and they're drunk. And like they're telling you all these good stories, and shout out to all the bartenders at Elephant Bar because they do a really good job of yeah. pretending to be interested, <laughs> which is really hard to do sometimes when people are like or like this, and they tell you the same stories uh, within five minutes, and then at, you put in like thirty minutes of like quality of time with this person, and then at the end of the night they give you two dollars on like a thirty dollar bill. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Come on. They went out of their way. They went above and beyond to make sure you had a memorable night. Yeah. And you just said, fuck it. Like, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you gave, it didn't matter. Yeah, that's tough. That... I remember there's a guy from, um, who no longer works at Constant Springs, but like, ten, when I started going to the bars, yeah. Um, he wrote a piece in the Ocean News and he talked about tipping. He said, if you're going to get a beer, at least tip a dollar. You know, from always. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. To me. Yeah. Beer is a dollar. And then, uh, so he just kind of like broke it down and it was like, okay, and it helped me. And that's, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know when you're going in there, you're like, okay, well, 10%, 20%, well, how's it go? One thing I was really throwing off with when I went to the elephant bar is pitchers. How do you tip uh, on a pitcher? I still don't know how you tip on a pitcher. <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, you know, if you give me $3, I'm cool with that. It's one pour, so you're obviously... But it's a little bit more. Yeah. But I'm still doing just this amount of work. And I'm like, all right, three bucks. Cool. Yeah. Cool, that's, three dollars. That's usually what I do because I'm like, eh. Because well, it only takes one for dude. But then you're also using his time. And he's not going to get as much from you, but you're also going to get it. Well, at the same time, too, like this one pitcher, it's like five beers. Yeah. So if I always tip a dollar on this Modelo, which we enjoy thoroughly, yeah, oh, I uh, I'm saving, sponsor me, I'm saving yeah. a couple of bucks. Yeah. on beers here and i'm enjoying it with my my friends so yeah. um sponsor me <laughs> yeah, i think it's right under six i think it's like five and a half beers so you yeah literally so you're saving a couple bucks yeah, with it with a with a good enough tip so yeah so if you ever get pictures three bucks three bucks dude uh-huh. just always tip in any industry now and ask them like in some you know if, if you have the, if you're if they're gonna be talking to you that's the one thing that's just like hey what you are working in this with average. And they'll tell you. Normally, Kyle will tell me. Mason will tell yeah. me. Um, you know, they're, they're Mason really will tell you. <laughs> Mason, straight up. Mason's Love Mason. Dude, yeah. Straight up. He'll tell you right now, like, nah. <laughs> nah. 20 bucks. All right, Mason, okay. But I just, I Mason. bought a, I bought a PBR. 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Mason, you're also a guy who eats just like a block of cheese straight, dude. I saw that. Wait, with string uh, cheese? No, no, no. He took like a like a block of like cheddar, cheddar get, sharp cheese and was just like eating it. I dude, wanna... I get <laughs> I get so much shit for the way I eat string cheese. I just rip it open and I just eat it. Yeah, yeah. Save time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry right now. Why do I need to string it like I'm five? No, I I just want the cheese. I want the protein. I just want it now. <laughs> uh this like so like I'm super for like now. You shouldn't just be a fantastic tipper because that's what the job entails. Like I do, you do need to earn a tip. Yeah. You can't just like pour me a drink and just put your hand out and say five dollars, please. Yeah, I do want the interactions. I do want the service. Yeah, I just up until like a year ago, 
I didn't know that it's like proper etiquette to tip uh, baristas and stuff. I didn't know that for a long time. Yeah, I don't, I and don't I, know. And but like even then, like so, like if I go get like a lemonade at the brew, I, I don't tip. I don't know if that's bad. Also a dollar. I just don't. Know. I don't know if that's bad. Like and but like. And there's no. There's I just no don't know. Rules. How do we know? Because like at the How same time, and it's a super biased opinion. Yeah. And I understand I make more money than a barista, but like what I do, I don't get tipped for take. I don't get tipped for like taking the extra time to make sure the carpet looks nice in the doorways. I don't get tipped extra money for making an extra cut to make sure like your transition pieces look perfect. Yeah, I don't get a tip for that, and that requires, a you know, some skill, some knowledge, some some time acquired to do it. Yeah. So why does like someone who like poured me a drink get that tip? Right. That's a bias. I understand it's a biased bias. opinion. Well, and here's the thing. Do you tip at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? I don't. So. I don't even. You know what? I I've, I don't even. I've never even thought about that at right. Starbucks. And, so, like, those are things that are just industry standards. Now, if I go to Applebee's or yeah. Pubs, I will tip because that's a, it. Is different. That's like, that's the so, norm. That's what you that. do. But for me, it's like, okay. I think part of it is, you know, the girls are really cute, so I'm going to give them an extra dollar. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's that's part of it, and it's like and it doesn't always happen, but you know, yeah, throw it all here, throw it all hey, there. so dude, especially if I'm buying, if I'm buying, all right, so if I'm with someone and I'm buying a drink and they see me signing it, then I get to throw a tip too, dude. So. Use this to whatever advantage you want. But I had an ex girlfriend who was um, super into makeup, and I try to take an interest in like everything that. Any friend, not everything, but at least one thing that every friend I have is interested in. Yeah. I know way too much about makeup now. Dude, if you, if you know a minimal amount of makeup and you approach a woman and you don't like sexualize it, but you just notice their effort. I think that's what it comes down to, like yep. appreciating someone's effort to, to do something. And that relates to guys too. I compliment all my guy friends at the gym who are like, I'll know someone, dude, like you've been, you've been hitting the shoulders a lot lately. Dude, you look very broad lately. People like that appreciation, but girls in particular, man, if you compliment that makeup, yeah, yeah. Just, hey, I like the way that lipstick looks with uh, yeah, that with that dress. Cool. Yeah, I like the I like the I like what you did with the eyebrows there. That's any pro right there. Hopefully, anybody has a dollar to give to a girl, but man, if you if you just and you would be you're very a personable person. Yeah. Compliment that makeup, man. Yeah, I go for the nails. The nails. 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 Ooh, that's my like go-to compliment. That's a good one. Yeah, because yeah, that's I. Yeah. Because I okay, but here's the thing: I have never spent money on my nails, but girls it's nice. go and spend money. Oof. They're like they spend a lot an absurd of amount of money. <laughs> and so it's like if you spend money on that, I want to let you know that, like, cool. Hey, what good you job. took the time to do and spend money for, and you picked out personally, good job. That's I my, think it looks great. It's like my go-to default. That's a good one. Yeah. See, I, I have a couple others, but that's like my go-to. You don't want to give away all the tips right now. Uh, yeah. Ah man. Podcast uh, episode forty. You'll yeah. Next one. I don't. I. I don't do it as much anymore because it's tricky. Because like when I. Dude, when I was when I was younger, I uh, I would definitely go out to be like, all right, where are the ladies at tonight? But I. Uh, I get. I'm too emotional for that now. I uh, a therapist once told me that, I'm uh, gifted with emotional intensity. Which is just like a very nice way of saying that I feel both ends of the spectrum, spectrum like very hard. Yeah. So like yeah, it's like like those like flings and stuff like that. It's it eventually was like tough for me. Yeah. 
and I couldn't do it anymore. So I don't use my knowledge of makeup for for evil doings anymore. <laughs> but like at the same, I I I feel like I do try to like compliment girls like when they do stuff like that. But like it goes the wrong way too. Like oh that guy's a perv. He's hitting me. No, like I genuinely just thought that like really dark vampy lipstick that you put on that no one else is wearing right now looks great. Deuces. Oh, yeah. Goes great with the spooky season. (laughs) That's what you're saying. I'm definitely... um, So, I'm more of a logical... So, emotions is something that I have to really work at connecting with. But I have a lot of friends who are very... uh, I would say feelers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, even without... Like, even without having to talk to someone, you can sometimes feel someone else's emotion. I don't know if that's for you. Yeah. But I have friends who said that, like, I was walking and I just saw that person. I knew what they were doing. Oh yeah. I've never. That's not me. That's not. Oh me. no. I yeah. Have it, but I've heard that. I know people are like that, and so it's really cool. It's. I it's, almost. I there's think, days where like I wish I. It's a good thing. There's days where I wish I felt like more more like you though, because like yeah. it eats away at me when like. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, there's days where I do relate. I wish I felt like that, because like you see people and you're like, man, that person's really down in the dumps, and it eats away at me sometimes. From like. What can I do to positively impact their life? Yeah. This person who I don't know, they could be a terrible person for all I know, but I can tell that they're sad right now, and I, I so badly want to put a smile on their face. Yeah. Because in my head, it all like that domino effect. Like, what, what, what if I? Sh- on their emotion. Yeah. yeah. What if I show them like people are kind? There's, there's good. What if I do something nice for them? Yeah, what if they're in the same spot I was at, at that spot? Yeah. How can I be? What that if? Person? How can I be that Vanessa? What? Janessa, God, how much? How much have you had? That bottle was full when I got here. <laughs> That's not even the same bottle. It's a three-gallon bottle, too, guys. But yeah, no, for real though. It's yeah. How can I be that Janessa too? How do I do that for somebody to just show them that they are appreciated? That there's people out there that are kind. Yeah, dude. I think that, like I said, I I think it might be a gift of yours. So think about it. Don't, I don't hope cut so. it off. Don't cut it off because a lot of people. Just I don't. A lot of people don't want to feel that stuff because it is such an emotional thing it's such a deep thing and it, it it consumes you there but from yeah. people i've talked to and i don't know if this is 100 of you but they're like yeah they can consume them and it's like it's like that, there's a reason why you have that it's not there's not it's not just a defect or a thing that's problem it's like there's a reason for that and there's gonna be something beautiful that's gonna come from that hopefully yeah there there are definitely days where i consciously need to like i'm like no you need to just focus on you today you need to do these things for you because like man i it's, and i don't even realize it when i'm doing it but like i just genuinely want people to be like so happy because like the people in my life the older we get and i'm sure you do it too like you have less friends in your life there's less people in your life because like the people in your life now you really care about and you feel like they reciprocate that to you so like if you're in my life now and if we hang out and we talk, like all I want to do is reciprocate that happiness that you show me. And I'm like, oh man, it consumes me. There's days where I'm like, oh man, like what, what can I do to like make, put a smile on this person's face? Like, oh, they tweeted that, you know, it's been a long day. I'm going to go out of their way and, and go get them a pie. And, and then they just show up at their work, which for me isn't a big deal. Right. But then like, I just keep doing it. And I keep doing it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like spend some time on you today. Like you, you deserve it. You, you need it. Yeah. yeah, maybe like half a pie. Half a pie. <laughs> maybe not a whole pie. <laughs> Those Essen House pies, man, they're, they're so good. that's like four meals. 
for like three people. <laughs> They're so big. It was so good. My mom used to work at us now, so she brings those pies. The peanut butter cream are the. Uh, the uh, They're so good. I'll kill it. They're crossed out on point. Dude, uh, we've done two hours. Has it been two hours? It's been two hours, man. It's been good, dude. I feel like we haven't even like peeled the layers nah, off. Nah, we've just like broken into it. I know, man. It's exciting. Dude, so um, if someone want, does want to get a pie from you, where would they where would they contact you to to, to reach out and just say hey? What kind of pie do they want? Yeah, no, so, uh, um, yeah, guys, <laughs> send, send your pie requests. Just uh, send me d send me DMs of a pie that you want me to give you from me no um i want to say I'm, you're active on twitter where, oh yeah I, I want to yeah i'm not on instagram as much anymore i'm still on it actively yeah. for like knife sales dude yeah. <laughs> uh, i love That's my I, I love love my fidget things yeah. um no twitter is definitely the one where i'm most active i'm always lurking on twitter and instagram but uh both social media outlets and facebook too would just be my name jordan grice mm-hmm. jordan j-o-r-d-a-n and then grice g-r-i-s-e yeah rice with an s rice with that an always s. got a good kick out of people when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh that's easy to remember now because asian like yeah that's rice. why I, I made the joke because yeah. i'm asian <laughs> uh if anyone wants to play with you on um fortnite what's your oh man yes, was it it's on my my PSN. PSN. Man, I've had this PSN since I was like ten. <laughs> it's a little loud, actually. My my place my PlayStation Network name is <laughs> Crazy Asian Kid Five Five Five. I've had it forever, bro. Crazy Asian Kid Five Five Five. Jump on, dude. Dude, send me a friend request. Hit yeah. me up on Twitter. Say hey, I get a lot of friend requests um, streaming with Chase. CD No Block on Twitch. I get a lot of friend requests streaming with him because we're not too shabby at Fortnite. And uh, you got to let me know if you send me one because I will definitely play with you. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I don't play Fortnite, but if I ever did. You would hit me up yeah, immediately. Dude, if he, dude, if he's as good as he says, I, I, want them, I want them dubs with him. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude, it was a pleasure. Hell yeah, man. We need to, man. I feel like we didn't even like peel the layers off yet. There's so much more. Hi, Jordan. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Timon. Yo, isn't he the coolest? Oh, it's such an honor just to sit down and talk to Jordan. Um, make sure to go follow him and play a little Fortnite with him. See him around. He's he's always around downtown. And he is just, he's he's so nice. So say hey. Say you heard, heard him on Timon's podcast. And, um, you know, I just think I, it's an honor to sit down and talk to my friends. Like, it's so cool. So, hey guys, make sure to follow me on social media on Twitter, uh, Timmons Podcast uh, at Twitter and uh, my personal Twitter at NimpsTJ. And when people message me, that and there's there's been a couple of people who have messaged me, and it's it's literally like unexpected first off, and I'm just kind of like overwhelmed. I'm like, I mean, the fact that you sat down and listened to me babble with another person for a couple you know 45 minutes an hour two hours it's like holy cow so i really appreciate it and um you know my my dms are always open i may not respond right away but ayo dms are open you know what i'm saying so time to give a shout out i want to give a shout out to um this dude who came to actually yellow season i did this yellow season 
Uh, well, I didn't do it. It was Abe. Abe rocked out this Yellow Season. We had the Yellow Season listening party and met this dude at Yellow Season who has been listening to my podcast. His name is Christian Soto. And so I want to shout out his, uh, his business, Dedicated Detailing. Um, so uh, correction, protection, and reflection. His, that's his motto. So hit him up, guys. Yeah, support local business owners, man. And uh, he's a local to Goshen and super chill dude. We just chatted real nice. Uh, I want to get him on the podcast here soon. So uh, his phone number for that is 574-849-9037. Uh, dedicated detailing. Look him up. Hit him up. Guys, I'll catch you on the next Timmons podcast. Blessings. Freaking joy in your life, guys. Keep crushing it. I'm crushing it. We're all crushing it. And thankful for you guys. Thankful for, for just everything. So, see ya.